It's and just like good. that, <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> this was quick. I'm not prepared. Just right in. That's it. No yeah. foreplay. We no just fore- get right no. in. No, just naked. Let's let's get let's get at it. It's not just the tip either. Nope, it's, it's everything. <laughs> we don't do just the tip. Yes, are you guys ready? We're recording. Should I be recording too? All right. You could. That'd you, be good. You can, yeah. In case there's a catastrophic power failure mm. in the, the West Coast. Uh, you can do that. That brings up to come, but... And That's just so like good. that, we're in it. I love, I, I love the text. Um, yeah, so this is the Advanced After Combat podcast. This is a podcast brought to you by myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a mystery host who we bring in from our BGG Guild uh, pretty much every month. I mean, let's not be judgy. I mean, we've, been, we've actually been doing this for over six years at this point. So Relatively consistently. Like it's, it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> that it's been going on that long, but anyway, so we we bring in a, a guest host, and this time the guest host is the crack master, C Rack, <laughs> Chris. Welcome, thank you guys. Yeah. So, and Chris, it's been said that you, you are your voice is similar to like a, a like maybe a, a nicer version of Rick Rick Galley. Is that is that a fair assessment, Jason? Um. We're not deep enough into it yet, but I, I can I can see that. Oh, so have you, Jason, have you never heard Chris actually talking in, no. in live? No, okay. I, I, I don't yes. get out much. It'll it'll grow on you. It's like uh, uh, Rick. For people who don't know, is the uh, dream crusher of all fanboys of games. Who you Ty Ty put it best when you guys were talking on the, like I think of the Cabal or one of them where he's like, t- you'll be all excited about a game and Rick will tell you like 14 reasons why the game is the worst <laughs> why, game why you should broken. play. Unreal, <laughs> yeah, it's not historic. Like that's they never fought that way, and you'll be at the end. You're like, oh my god, I think I want to just take this game and like like. Th- Throw it in the alleyway behind the building, but Chris would never do that to you. So, Chris, would you prefer me referred to by Chris or C-Rack? I go with Chris. Chris, more traditional. I'm, I'm more comfortable C-Rack, with that. Though, so C-Rack might come out, but I'll, I'll, I'll shoot for Chris. Has anyone ever called you C-Rack before? Is that no? You guys started that right after I said that nobody ever called me C-Rack before. <laughs> that's how nicknames are so so yeah this podcast is uh occasionally explicit Uh, actually it might be more fair to say it's occasionally not explicit (laughs) so uh prepare yourself not every word is a swear word but yeah I mean, I just came off two hours of playing Love Letter with my family, uh, which ended when my oldest daughter uh, was was played a card that she didn't feel was fair and basically said under her breath, fuck this game, and then was sent up to her room for four <laughs> good, hours good girl. for that dinner. I mean, she's this not is, wrong. This is the same kid who, when my mom brought some weird, like, 
I don't know, no, no offense to Sweet. It was some kind of weird, like, Swedish game where like, you push stuff around on the, the table. And we were playing it in Christmas. And we were laying on the floor, and it was like a great Christmas moment. And uh, at some point, some piece was pushed that my daughter disagreed with. It, and she was probably like seven, and she said, This game is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and again, she was sent off to her room. That's your kid. It's a, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. Is this the dancer or the engineer? This is the engineer. Is, it's the engineer. Uh, clearly. The dancer, okay. No, no, the dancer is the one who immediately reported what she'd said. Yeah. She said it under her breath. Deteriorate. Yeah, I had, to, and... uh, I had to fire my son for being the bad word, please. And uh, yeah, so. It's a tough life. So, so uh, Chris, give us a quick rundown. How did you get into gaming? Like, what's your kind of gaming origin story? Uh, so, as a kid, I failed at all gaming getting anything going rpgs tabletop thing uh just uh not that kind of guy who had friends who would do that but did you did you buy the products and kind of read them or oh uh, yeah clearly clearly i had some curbs i had uh 40k books not too many not too many uh things but later in life and, I, and, and real quick as because we're some of us are significantly older than others of us uh what years are we talking in this period of, of young, young uh, this C- must have been C- the nineties. Yeah, the nineties. Oh my gosh, I was already <laughs> fucking fucking chicks in the Philippines at that point. This is just that's not comparable. All right, all right that, that's why I love this. I'm, I'm like the young guy. <laughs> this, the one place I can still be young. That's right. You're our youth. Embrace group. it. <laughs> all right, yeah. so you're buying modern war games. Like you're you're past like the Dungeons and Dragons, Rune Quest stuff coming out judges guild this is this stuff is all passed you by at this point you're you're the second wave yeah and then uh at some point i i came back from poland it, poland's always kind of been a mystery to me because we always used to in polish school sing like uh songs about you know polish warriors and stuff going up uh, monte casino and it never made any sense to me that the Polacks were fighting in the desert and in Italy and uh, you know Mount Oral all kinds of stuff like that. So, Chris, Chris, you said the word Polak, what? but um, I've been critiqued at various drunken events for calling my Polish friends Polaks, and uh, I've had various social justice warriors yell at me about that phrase. Is is Polak not an offensive word for Polish people? I'm just trying to own it. Just trying to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is one of my memes. Reclaiming it. And you said Polish school? Is that well, yeah, just, I mean, you, like, you go Friday, right. you know, 5 to 8 p.m., okay. talking Polish the whole time, yeah. Jason, did, didn't you have WASP school that you went to? <laughs> there wasn't WASP no, school? I, I was poor. We were, we, <laughs> and down at the trailer park, we all just, you know, uh, you know, lit matches and, and threw them in dry grass. and P- PBR and Marlboro Lights. That, yeah, that was well, your school. Yeah, we would roll our own cigarettes and go trout fishing. They're very cultured. Yeah, exactly. All right, so so more Polish school. I need to find more. And it was the idea that you would meet a nice Polish girl. I don't know. I I, I met a few. They didn't want to meet me. That's right. Mostly the the way things go. Okay, so so was Polish school like an extracurricular activity? Like you would be you'd go to school and then afterwards. Oh yeah, of course. I mean the the best time to go Friday night, five p.m. to eight p.m. You know, stay out of trouble. You're not doing That's anything right. else. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Reducing oh, the reproduction of, of, of the so Polish. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I came back from a trip, and uh, I went to the Uprising Museum over there, which is pretty cool. 
And uh, when I came back, I, I couldn't believe that somebody had made some miniatures for the uprising. So I, I got into Flames of War and actually uh, made a bunch of things for that. Did a lot of miniatures, bought a lot of miniatures, didn't paint that many miniatures. But then uh, one of the guys I was playing with showed me Lock and Load, which seemed like it made a whole nice. bunch more sense. Yeah, he showed me a game of that, and I didn't need to paint anything. And uh, the game actually made sense because, because I mean, when you're playing miniatures, it, it's so I, the, it, you never really can learn anything from them. I, I don't know how to how to explain this, but but is it's, it, like, is it's it so the, zoomed in. Is it the scale that gives the trouble, or yeah, I think it's the scale and the rules, right? So it's like you go, I go, almost all the time in the games I was playing, and then the scale so zoomed in that you never really get a. Like I'd much rather be playing a zoomed out thing where you see an actual map of an operation and you know some, and a real map, some, right? Like not just stuff on a tabletop. Yeah, well, I mean the guys the guys made really nice terrain, but you know you it, it could have been anywhere. And, where, and it's, it's ironic that that criticism is coming from a guy who likes railroad stuff because like railroad that? people huh? railroad <laughs> people make tons of terrain. But it's a zoomed I mean, out map. I can I well, can the, see the, the, I can see St. Louis. I can see Chicago. Yeah, the problem with miniature gaming for a long part is like it's kind of like, oh no, these are the guys, and you're like, well, it's like three guys, and they're like, yeah, well, each guy represents like thirty guys, and then you're like, well, you've got a thin line of twelve guys, yeah, like that's a brigade, and you're like, yeah. well, it doesn't look like a brigade. So now I'm not sure what we're doing on the table anymore. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't really get past that, and then and then we'd always line up the whole table would be just one big line of dudes for Napoleonics, and then the other line would have a big line of dudes and we just smash them together and then go home after turn three because it took so long right and yeah, uh after painting for hours and hours and hours and hours just yeah, just, that, just that's, hell dude that's that is absolutely what got, got me out of miniature war gaming into the board game you can buy the game you fucking rip the shrink and there's a game and you can play it you don't have to uh research the uniforms Put together a gigantic shopping plan for all the miniatures <laughs> you're going to order. Then, when, and when we first scales. met, and you were talking about painting, because I, you know, I don't really know much about minis, and right. and I stalked your blog, and I was like, yeah, you have to do research for their uniforms. Dude, like, dude, not it, even and that's research cool, for the uniforms. Like, that's it's, just. Dude, you have to do like shopping research. Like, okay, I want to buy Eureka 15 millimeters, but I know they're actually 18 mil. Uh, so if they don't match up with the other guys I have, I have these other guys who oh, are like yeah. Old Glory. So Old Glory tends to be large 15s, where Eureka is <laughs> 18s. But I, but Old Glory doesn't make the Voltigeurs skirmishers that I need. So like, it's just like, what a. It's, yeah, I just want to buy a box. Just, just uh, buying the lead. And it's see that's the big commitment. Okay, I think I bought everything I need. And then you get them, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like <laughs> these guys match. Oh man, I I remember cutting off heads for Italian theater Polish troops. So you like cut off the head of one guy and another guy to make a match up. These guys had the short sleeves, yeah, and the that's other guys. Hardcore. That's pretty hardcore. Fuck that. Yeah, and, and then and, and then, then nobody's gonna them, play you with them. And then you prime them, you paint them. You base them. You got to do all the bases. You got the little grass and the dirt on the bases. Then you got to make the terrain. And then is there a scenario? There might be a scenario. You make the scenario. Then you got to get all your toolboxes, boxes, 
cart all that shit in a dolly, put it in your truck, drive it down to the fucking convention. Dude, it was brutal. So, no yeah, thanks. so I still have dreams of painting all that stuff one day. But uh, in the meantime, I'll be playing board game. Yeah, board games are the way to go. Board games are pretty good. Yeah, I agree. All right, so, uh, so how'd you find out about the guild, the podcast? Yeah, let's get to the meat of the matter. Yeah, I mean this is yeah, the, this part. is the greatest <laughs> currently recording podcast, uh, board gaming podcast, probably not podcast ever, but so. So I I think I started watching uh, Marco YouTube videos telling me what the ten great games were, and then I moved on to Callendale and uh, Kev Sharp, and Kev Sharp mentioned you guys in something, and I was like, oh, a podcast? Somebody's making a podcast about this nonsense, and then uh, just listened to them all. And uh, I remember when one of them, Dave was saying, Case Blue, why is everybody just making Case Blue a joke? Just go play it. And I was like, that's it. That's that's the right thing. You should this stuff. You shouldn't be, uh, you know, just buying it and putting yeah. it on the shelf. And- yeah, I'm not a fan of the Case Blue meme, that joke. So, yeah, so, it, it even though it turns out it's it's hard it's hard to play. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's difficult. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to envision playing Gadarian's Bliss Creek too with a whole uh, week over at the con, and uh, you know I got to do like yoga and calisthenics and get my nutrition right to make it through. But uh, I'll find a way. We'll, there, we'll do there, it. It'll be, you'll have sore back. Basically, by Sunday, it's all sore back from leaving the table all that stuff and and my kidneys always hurt for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that would be i don't know why is the kidney involved Where yeah like my lower kicking? back you know because it's it's fil- they're filtering everything i, I, I don't know if your though. liver hurts hard at work i don't know I don't think any of us medical experts so we probably shouldn't <laughs> be weighing in on these topics but yeah <laughs> i'm in there's pain definitely sore backs yeah all right so, uh, Chris, are you coming to ACCon? Yes, I uh, got a ticket, and then later, under uh, as a, uh, I don't know, kind of like in a fit of anger, I bought some uh, plane tickets, and then finally I agreed to get a room with Jesse. So me and Jesse are going to room up, shack up. Hopefully you can wake me up in time to uh, actually go to the con in the morning. That's going to be a problem. I already know this. So has the uh, family been supportive of your decision to go to the con? Uh, I think only my son knows. See, <laughs> see, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, yeah. are you going to disguise it as a business trip? What are you going to try to do? I wouldn't do anything like that. would be a terrible thing to do. <laughs> this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is my favorite part about Chris. <laughs> okay, good. Um, all right. I'm not going to make you tell the story about when your kids rode their bikes and, and broke the guy's uh, garage screen. But at some point, if you want to tell that story, feel free to jump that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so now Chris is basically an active member of the guild. He's playing. I know we we've played. Uh, we're in. We played a bunch of Kingdom of Heaven. Um, Chris is, of course, the Crusaders. You know. And I have to play the Muslims, whatever. Your spirit uh, animals. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm so sympathetic to the cause. Uh, <laughs> clearly. So sympathetic. clearly. <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing okay. We're hanging in there. We're, we've been playing that one. Uh, and that's kind of where we started playing. And 
Chris would occasionally come in like when Ralph and I were playing different games too. Um, but uh, so Chris, there is a quiz. Oh, Are yeah, you interested in taking the quiz? Because it's completely optional. You don't have to take it. Um, I have no idea how good it is because frankly, uh, I made Braxton make it about three days ago because I've been really <laughs> busy at work and I forgot to tell him. I uh, no nobody's opted out yet, right? Like, it's never happened. It's never happened yeah. before. So, so I'm not enough to be the first. Let's let's get this over with. So, the second part of it that is, is semi-controversial is that uh, you can pick an assistant who you during the quiz. It's going to be either Jason or myself. Now, if you want to be really ballsy, you can pick Marshall. But I mean, I don't know if he's a way <laughs> So Good luck with that. <laughs> But we haven't, we haven't seen him around. Yeah. No, yeah. Keith, Keith, Keith will probably ask him a question in four days. He can prepare a scripted video where he'll answer you with a giant bookcase of games behind him. But uh, so be my, it'll be professional. That's right. That's right. Maybe I should go it's with a, him. It's it's about being professional. <laughs> that's what this podcast <laughs> that's is completely cool. that's built around professionalism. <laughs> All right, so uh, which one? Who are you picking? Since I don't know anything about the Civil War or anything ancient, I think I'm going to go with the uh, with Dave. I think that's oh, sorry, yes. that. now, now it's walking out like an American gladiator. Like, <laughs> you know, in the scene. Like, <laughs> All right. One of go. those guys in Blood Bowl, like the mercenary. So I've, uh, I've already emailed this to Jason. So he has the quiz. Because no. that's horrible. <laughs> yep, I do have it. Uh, this is the 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 Katie Aidley approved podcast quiz. Controversial Oof. and timely. Katie Aidley, very controversial. That's right. Braxton, so she hasn't, she the hasn't read it. No, not yet. Excellent. No, but she'll she'll get it on her podcast one day. <laughs> that's right. She'll post it, <laughs> post it on her Twitter feed as a quiz. Harold Buchanan still hanging in there. Still, God bless. Still, yeah. Go far. <clears throat> it is time for Name That Opposing Commander. Good luck, guys. Uh, and, and we got this, Chris. Dave, did, did, did we settle on you guys are just doing it together? Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm saying first, C-Rack goes first. Hey, and by the way, C-Rack, what are you drinking tonight? Mm. I'm fourth Elysian Space Dust. Nice. Now, now C-Rack is not C-Rack's not generally a heavy drinker. No, this is very special. Right, you guys. Uh, yeah, I really it. worked on him. I really worked on him before this. So I was like, dude, you need to fucking drink some shit for this. Uh, oh, and I'm gonna say one thing. I want to say I'm gonna make an apology to Will Wheaton. Um, we watched. I we were doing a thing. I'm doing a thing with my family now, and it's actually kind of a fun thing. Where, uh, like I mentioned, that we played Love Letter. We watched Tabletop with Will Wheaton for love letter and then after we're done watching it we go play the game as a family and it's actually worked pretty well to get the girls uh even though will wheaton is snarky and uh he they do a pretty decent job of explaining the game and so i found that to be a really great tool to get my family uh, to play games with me we'll watch tabletop like a youtube tabletop episode for the game and then once it's done we go play it so that's great, Dave. Isn't this a uh, isn't this a wargaming podcast? I know, I know. Fuck off. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know how. To I have all. I have all girls, dude. It's what? never going to happen for me unless I adopt like Nick Rose or some of you guys. Did, uh, did I'm going to tell you. Adopted? 
I'm going to tell you an absolutely true story. I got so sick of reading uh, princess stories that every time I started this today, every time we get to the part where the prince kisses the princess or whatever, I just say the prince builds her a uh, Hind 24 model <laughs> or, uh, you know, the princess invites him to a game of uh, operational combat series, the deer and two. And my, my son picked up on it right away. He loved it. But my daughter was so pissed. She was like, what? That is not what happens. No, you're like, no, that's a normal relationship. <laughs> that's how these things work. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So good. I like it. That's the kind of man you want. What, what, what right. part of the country are you from, Chris? I grew up in Jersey. And then uh, all my important years were in uh, the Boston area. Okay. And uh, now I live in Florida. Oh, not very nice. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to tune my ear into to what I'm hearing. No, it that is, Jersey Boston it, mix. Yeah, it's it's definitely a Rick accent. Like, doesn't he sound very similar to Rick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hearing it now. Oh, well, right. oh sweet. All oh, right, sweet so, guys. Yeah, time for name that opposing commander. So so you've picked Titan to help you for this, sir. So Titan comes out storming through. <laughs> wow. Or my Zeus. <laughs> I'm not Turbo. Turbo was terrible. I, I loved that show, but I can't. I, I'm amazed that you remember any of the names. That well, was, I, nice. I, I only remember because of my fraternity, we had to have like uh, monitors to monitor the parties. So we gave them American uh, the gladiator shirts that they had to wear. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. Those names on them. That's what I know. Yeah, that's it. Me and, me and Kavanaugh. Me and Kavanaugh living up in college. <laughs> The ba- All right, let's get into this. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to call Sam right here. <clears throat> the Battle of Gabin, uh, three fifteen. Never heard BC. of her. Uh, three fifteen BC. Spell mm-hmm. it. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, oh, please don't. Gabin, G A B I E N E. My commander is Eumenes. Eumenes. I got nothing. Who, who's yours? I've never heard of any of these people. Dave, you got anything? Well, he sounds Greek. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And, and Braxton put some hints in here. He says, don't know the answer. Play some great battles of Alexander. Oh, nice. Uh, I like that. I like that the... Uh, Automated text voice pronounces Gabian better than you did. That's, That's good. <laughs> what did I say? Gabian? You said Gabine? <laughs> Gabine, yeah. Oh, Dave, what are you drinking? Uh, oh, I'm drinking a Bushmills, so it's going to be rough tonight. Yeah. We're going deep. We're going deep and hard. Yeah. Balls deep. And I'm, I'm currently drinking a Negroni, but I've been drinking uh, since 10.30 oh, this morning. Nice. That's hard day drinking. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I, I took a little did, break between between eight and nine. Did you Bloody Marys? No, I was drinking. What was I drinking? Um, Cape Cotters, also known was as there tomato. N- no no tomato juice in there. No, just just vodka and cranberry. Yeah, because usually for like breakfast, you have to put yeah. like orange or some kind of vegetable in to make it and uh, try to be nutritious. I, I don't dredge my own drinking. That's good. That's nice. All right. Just so we're we're burning brightly and shortly for you. So we're, we're going to get at least five more years before we all hook up the machines. 
that'll be it. We'll be bringing it to you from the Lake of the Ozarks yeah. uh, Regional Medical Center. <laughs> I reviewed my 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 uh, retirement plan with my financial advisor on on Friday, and he said I'm good to live until I'm at least seventy five. So nice. So we're, we're good. Nice. Dave, we don't we don't fly too high. We don't fly too close to the sun. We'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so um, for this one, I'm thinking there's definitely a Greek involved, like Eumenes. So 315 BC is might be this might be Greek on Greek action. I believe you. And uh, I have no idea. So, I mean, the guy that I great guy to throw out there, because um, otherwise, who knows? Like, let's, let's do it. A, there's a Clovius. There was like a Clovius guy. Clovius. Clovius. I don't know. So I got nothing. Uh, and I, I'm going to screw this one up too. Antigonus. Oh, Antigonus. 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 But of course, Professor Paul would tell you no one knows how th- any of these words were. <laughs> That's pronounced, right. So, so I might be saying it correctly. So, that so we got that one wrong. To be clear. Wow. Okay. And <laughs> the Battle of the Indus. 1221. My commander is Jalal. It better Ad- not be Alexander. Not be Alexander. <laughs> it is not. Uh, Jalal Adin Mingbernu. Who is yours? Don't know. What, what's the what's the year? 1221. Oh Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, uh, 1221 AD. Yeah. I got nothing there either. Yeah. No, Jalal. I'm, I'm going to say Tancred. So I can stop right there. You could have stopped at Jalal. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Jalal. <laughs> Who'd you say, Chris? I go with Tancred. Tancred uh, of Edessa? That's good. I like yeah, that. Good call. Yeah. All right. Genghis Khan. Right. It's a. Now we're doing Kingdom of Heaven Jerks. inside jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Oh, oh what are you, John Kerry? <laughs> uh, moving right along. Genghis Battle of Fleur- Jesus. Fleuris. Fleuris, yeah. Uh, 1622, the Battle of Fleuris. All right, this is, a, this is a musket and pike battle, so this would be better if you didn't do well in this. Uh, this Gonzalo Fernandez de Cordoba. Commanded the Spanish terribly. I've fought this battle many times. Who is your commander? Saints in armor. Oh, my God. Who is the commander on the other side from Cordoba? Chris, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Do you know this one because you're the guy <laughs> yeah. who's actually taking the quiz? No, this <laughs> this game is in shrink. Flores is the Saints and Armor major Saints and Armor learning battle, and Cordoba is like famously the guy who brings in Spanish in. God, I have no idea. I have no idea. You He's do. not great. Uh, it is Ernst von Mansfeld. Yep, would not have gotten that one. Thanks, Brackton. Okay, yeah. That's a tough one. How about the Battle of Cross Keys, 1862? My commander is John C. Fremont. Who is yours? Braxton is really going to make this hard because Cross Keys is not like a well known. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he knows he's up against multiple brains, 
right? So he's he's you guys are slowly adding more and more help. It's kind of bullshit. Like so, the Cross Keys is got to be like Western theater. Fremont is a Union general. Yes, yes, that much I do know. Um, so against him, there is. Uh, you have Van Dorn. Van Dorn fought against him. You have uh, Price. Curtis. No, not Curtis. Um, Goddamn. But I think Cross Keys might be more like over more into the west. It's not Trans-Mississippi. I got nothing. Let's go with Price. Could 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 it? I mean, could it be like Stonewall Jackson, or is that not going to be, or maybe Kirby Smith? Ah, Jesus, I don't know. I'm just throwing out names. For you. So all, all <laughs> yeah, you named, you named a whole bunch of counters that I use in CSA. Yeah, where where they showed up, I have I have no idea. So uh, let let's go with pick. Kirby Smith. I I think I had him from Kirby Smith. Two terrible generals. All right. He was butting heads with Richard Yule. Oh, no. Dick Yule. Oh, man. Big Dick. Uh, the second Battle of the Marne. Big Dick and had actually two legs. Yeah. Literally two legs. <laughs> Even if he had a gigantic dick. He only had two legs. By the other <laughs> Bipod. The second Battle of the Marne, 1918. My commander is Eric Ludendorff. Who is yours? I guess he's French. That's all I got. Who's the French guy who was so happy all the time that they like kept trying to fire him, but then he kept confounding them. I li- I listened to that whole that I my whole drive down to Florida oh. I was listening to that uh, World War One podcast. Yeah, they had a uh... God. Um, maybe he was fired. Fo- was it Foch? Foch? Like that, Foch. That's good enough. Let's go with Foch. That is correct. Oh my god. I can't believe you you though. You impulsive (laughs) Polish bastard, you. I mean, I want to get to the other part of the podcast while I'm still awake. So (laughs) that's fair. fair. I think all all the all the listeners feel the same way. (laughs) It's time for who the fuck was there. For each listed battle, operation, or event, name the renowned military unit that is most known to have been involved. Oh, that's good. That sounds new. Yeah, something different. Branching out here. Uh, The Battle of... Jesus Christ. Gaugamela? Gaugamela? Gaugamela. Gaugamela. Yeah, Yeah. Gaug. Uh, 331 BC, which... Macedonian cavalry unit. Cavalry unit. Chris, you got this one. Braxton loves ancients. He really I does. Guess. I, 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 I have. This. I don't. I have this. If you don't have it, go it's for the, it. It's Dave. The, compa- the companions. That is correct. How do you know? Chris, that? this is when you're supposed to celebrate and be all excited. But I just got the answer. See, now Man, I'm not I was, sure if I want to even be I, 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 I was Let's switch this. Uh, no, no, I'm not I, feeling the love. My heart feels like an alligator. It's, uh, I, I'm, 
I'm still overwhelmed by the I'm, first I'm, one. I'm, that I'm we feel, even have a podcast now. I'm feeling the same sort of coldness that your wife has complained to me about. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good good luck fired. with that. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle of Balaclava. 18. Oh, we're good. We're, we're good yeah, this is, this I'm so is excited. Balaclava. I'm so excited that Dave knows this. 1854. <laughs> which which British unit? 1854. Oh yeah, no, we this one, dude. Do you, do you not know this one? What big British unit is famous for this battle? The only British unit I know is the 95th Rifles. That's what, about it. What unit charged? Oh, was this a charge of the Light Brigade? There yes. you go. You oh yes, nicely done. I learned this in biology class. We, wow. we used to get pop quizzes, and every one of them, like the whole class, would fail. And then he would deem it the charge of the light brigade. It was it was magnificent. <laughs> That's adorable. His, you learn, you learn from disaster. <laughs> That's the only way. That's right. We learn from our failures. Uh, the Malmedy massacre, nineteen forty four. Which German unit? Oh, so uh, I know. I know. I I I know it. I think. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, Death's Head. Right, I think it's it's a Kampf group. Oh, uh, Kampf group, probably Kampf group Piper. That's, an ASL, that's the only that's the only Kampf group I know. So Kampf group is this Kampf group Piper one or two? It's, it's both. It's one and two. Both of them. <laughs> All right, we got this. They, they, they they were smart enough not to make a scenario about this massacre. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That okay, let's go with Kampf group Piper. Yeah. Very nice. The Confederate assault on McPherson's Woods, Gettysburg, July 1st, 1861. Which Union unit? Oh, um, this is the first? Yeah, July 1st. Okay, we got. Is this, is this the Iron Brigade? It, no, it is. Is it really? Is yeah. that Buford's Cavalry? Like, why would that be like. It wouldn't be Buho, okay? I can I'm do this all by myself. I can do <laughs> this all by he's, myself. He's a big boy. So, I'm like, Iron Brigade. I'm like, really? It's the Iron Brigade? Okay. All right. It's the only one I know. So here we're going to be looking for a regiment, not a not a division. The Battle of Yadrang Valley, LZ X-Ray, 1965. Which U.S. unit? So this is, you want a regiment mm. out, of, out of this division? Shit. That's it's right. the guy from Mad Max. There you Critter. go. <laughs> that's right. Is that him? No, that's not it. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's probably the first of the something. <laughs> he was a soldier. Uh, <laughs> Once. Well, I don't think too many of the cavalry regiments were in double digits, so you're probably good guessing, like, first or third, probably third, fifth, seventh, Somewhere there. If I don't get this, can I blame the Jews? That's right. That's all. That's always the result. In, in uh, we'll, we'll go with the third. It was the seventh. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow, they had that. so many regiments. Who Damn knew? it! Damn it! Zionism. I blame Zionism. <laughs> Sugar tits. <laughs> Sugar tits. We've talked about this. <laughs> and if if you want to talk about sugar tits. I can sit down and talk to you about sugar tits at a convention. I will explain to you that sugar tits never happened. 
Oh. And I know this because I have personal experience. Mm. It's one never said sugar tits. Interesting. This is a one of the most famous yeah. bizarre things that celebrity ever said. And I've seen the video and the Didn't person happen. did not actually say it. Wow. That's These things you can get out of an A convention for the hundred and twenty dollar. <laughs> That's right. More than a, a coin and maybe a story. <laughs> yeah, Such I just a have, deal. I just have the same stories over and over again. Yeah, well, that happens when come to more than one convention. That's right. They start the story set to repeat themselves. That's all right. There's only so many experiences. It's time for know your nicknames, jackasses. Name the military persona that is associated with each listed nickname. Little Powell. Little Powell. I have Good luck. Good no luck idea. This one, yes. I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> I go with uh, Colin Powell. Oh, that's a that's a good one. It's A. P. Hill. Oh, like Ambrose Powell Hill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cyrano. I'm sorry, Cyrano. Mm -hmm. Somebody has named this in another forum. Like if this is an actual military person who's nicknamed Cyrano. Mm -hmm. uh, good I mean, yeah, military adjacent. Colin Powell. <laughs> nice linebacker. Linebacker. <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> Charles de Gaulle. <laughs> Charles de Gaulle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right, whatever. Yeah. Audi. A U T I E. I mean, that can't be Audie Murphy, right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it is not right. Audie Murphy. <laughs> right. I mean, Braxton. I, I have no idea. Colin Powell. George Custer. Really? Yeah, yeah that's not what I had heard. Uh, the Little Corporal. Oh, isn't, I, that, isn't that Napoleon Bonaparte? Nope. No? Nope. Uh, it was know. a little I something, but uh, I'm it's not Napoleon sure if it's Bonaparte. that. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Because it there we go. I, wasn't McClellan also called uh, a little Napoleon? Maybe. Oh know. yeah. And I like Jason. I like how Jason's just like just yeah. Let's get yep. <laughs> 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 Someone blurred the right. Answer. He's got it right. He's got it right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it right. That's uh, we shouldn't linger not, here. Not gonna, yeah, there's no arguing. We don't need to sit through arguing. This is the Death Valley podcast. Just everybody feeling bad over and over again. Uh, bad old man. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> uncle. Start? Somebody's uncle. I don't know where to start. Yes. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, too soon. Is it? It's, is it? Too Are you still still fine? I think. Aren't they still trying to resuscitate him? I mean, is it, it's that soon? It's like <laughs> we're not sure if he's even dead yet. All right. I have uh, no idea. Yeah. Jubal Early. I'm sorry, what was the name? Bad, bad old man. Old man. Yeah. Well, bad old man? <laughs> what the fuck? Like Shelby Foote has never called him that. <laughs> of course. So I don't not. know. <laughs> Dave, what time is it? Oh my god. I feel like I've been doing a lot of work. I'm still gonna do this part. Yep. Uh, it's time for bonus. Um, so Chris, there's like bonus questions. Frankly, um, 
I don't know really care whether you answer them or not because they count just as much as all the other questions, but they're really basically the same. I didn't really care if I answered the first ones or not, so I'm going to go with uh, exactly. They're exactly go with the like same the amount ones. of caring. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so Chris, what we're going to be asking you to do is uh, have the same amount of enthusiasm that you've and given gusto. for the previous questions. Absolutely, charging into the cans for these questions because they are and brace yourself. They are exactly the same as questions you've already gotten through. Except I'm standing. Nice. But, but, Hands but, off. Yeah, they're, but they're bonus. So, so that you know, they are extra questions, but they are going to be the same. Pretty much identical. No difference. <laughs> except <laughs> that they're bonus. Exactly. And we would ask them anyway. They just That's happen right. to be bonus. Yeah, you, you actually can't avoid them. Like whether you want to or <laughs> That's not, right. you're going to fucking answer these questions. I'm just so going to let them the flow. Just yeah. let them flow over me like flow a river. Flow so, Chris, do you have any questions about the uh, bonus questions? Do you have any not, bonus questions about the bonus questions? Not a one. All right. It so is Jason. It is proceed. where in the fuck did they fight? Name okay. the war, wartime theater, campaign, operation, or battle that each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in. Hamilcar Barca. Which war? Hamilcar That's going to be a Punic War. Barca. Uh, uh, I'm going to say the third Punic War. I don't well, know if there is a third one. I don't know if there's a second one. If it's Hamilcar, I think Hannibal. Isn't Hannibal different from Hamilcar? Well, that's what the game says. So <laughs> I think Hannibal was really good in the second Punic War. Do you think Hamilcar is the first Punic War? Is there, is there, the is there third? a third? Is there there's a third? three. There's three. I'm pretty sure there's three of them. So I'm going to say, because he's an expansion, I don't think he's a prequel. I think he's going to oh, go nice. in a third pre Punic War. It was, in fact, the first, but I like your reasoning. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Chris, I tried to tell you. I tried <laughs> to tell you. You fucking idiot. Prequel. It's the Anakin right, Skywalker. That game, that game is up for sale right now. If anybody That's wants it. it, I'm out of here. Oh, I'm yeah. done. I can't help this guy anymore. He won't listen to me. <laughs> Frederick Barbosa. We'll be okay. Barbarossa. Oh, oh, you Frederick this one. Barbarossa. These ones are coming up for you. Oh, you guys are man. So, so this is. Uh, How many of these were there? I I know what Barbarossa is, but what did they name it after? And I used to know this, but oh, oh okay, no, hold no. On. which which so, no, no. war did Frederick Barbarossa? He would, Fred, Frederick, for the record, Chris, Frederick Barbarossa did not command Army Group South in World War II for Operation Barbarossa. Yes, yes, yes. It, yes. Was, it was named after him. Yes, that's that's what I'm getting at here. I'm I'm aware of this. I'm aware of this. Uh, he did something much earlier that we're actually recreating <laughs> much with the board game. You mean you and I? Yes, yes currently. What? Not not yes. right this second, but yes. But it's around the time, maybe later than what we're currently playing. Maybe we're one later. We're going to with a crusade that's one after the second crusade. Mm, maybe. It could be. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure the exact number. But. The crusades. Just, what, what's, just what's one one after the second? Go. Crusade. <laughs> I think the third. <laughs> it is the third crusade. Yes. Yes, we got this. 
Nicely That's my done. first bonus question. It feels just the same as the other questions. <laughs> it didn't feel exactly. better. I thought it felt better. Okay. You, you guys worked for it. I thought um, he brought his A game for the bonus. I think I think Chris tapped it into some some super reserves of energy that he didn't have before. I felt like Chris was really bringing bringing it for the bonus. Yeah, and and uh, got to bring it somewhere. Now, one of the one of the all time great American names uh, ever. Uh, in which in which battle did Chesty Puller command? That's right, Chesty Puller. Oh, man, so I know he All-time was great. I I know he was in Vietnam, but wasn't he already famous in Vietnam? Oh, he was famous in World War II, I think, right? I think he was famous Is for a long true? time. Yeah, I think he was famous for a really long time. I know you didn't learn about this guy in Polish school, but like, come on. No, no, to pay see, there, there, aren't, a, there aren't enough Polish questions here. <laughs> I mean, I could have I could have kicked some ass here with Zygmunt the third and you know sorry sorry all these guys are polish chris but you gotta know something about america's history too then, then i'd really have to apologize for my pronunciation jan, jan sobieski i could have pronounced them for you it would have been great uh chesty puller uh i, don't I know. think his big times are like world war ii stuff I, yeah not, I, I, not, so not. i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh with iwo jima because oh, uh because that was that was part of that HBO thing on the Pacific. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, Braxton has here at the Battle of the Chosen River or Reservoir, excuse me. Oh, oh Korea. Ch- yeah, Chosen Reservoir. Thanks, Chesty, Dave. Chesty pool. Hey, I, I told, well, you were going Vietnam. Yeah. I'm trying to pull well, that. Was, you got to meet in the middle. Thank you. It was a legitimate thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, sure, the if there had been Polish Lancers at the Reservoir, you would have known the yeah. answer. I would have, yeah. We, Joseph de Montcombe. Which war? Usually these are in chronological order. This one, this one's out of out of sync. Um, I'm sorry. Can we get a spelling on that guy? What's that? What's the name? There you go, Montcombe. Oh yeah, I got that one. I I only know one Joseph in in all the wars, and and he was fighting. Well, he was like given Spain. By Napoleon. But no, I, we got too, this, too much. We, no, we got this bonus. We're fine. But, but, but I'm going to go with Dave on this one. He seems pretty confident. <laughs> this is going to be a. And so, I'm sorry. Are we doing battles or wars or what's what's the actual war? war. Uh, I think it's French and Indian War. It is assault on Quebec. Yeah, there you go. Wow. French and Indian War. He's the only good general the French had at that point. I'm doing okay. Yeah, you guys are doing. You guys are doing well. Uh, Brigadier General Richard J. Tolman, which battle? And which battle was he killed in? I'm sorry. What, what's the last name? Tolman. Tolman. Wow. Good luck, Chris. Wow. Uh, it's not going to be on the Eastern Front. I'll go with Shiloh. I know that's not right, but that's fine. The Battle of Hanlock. Hanlock. Oh, wow. Vietnam question. Oh, no kidding. A general actually got killed in Vietnam. That's impressive. (laughs) Boots on the ground, baby. Wow. 
He was probably, like, he, that was probably one of those where, oh no, we're fine. <laughs> we're we're we'll them. just observe. <laughs> right. And that's it. It looks like, uh, by my count, you get you guys got eight. That's, that's, wow. It's a good show. Wow. Good job. We, good we made it. We made good, it. Good job, Dave. Good, good job, job, Chris. Yeah, we, we got eight. Good job. I, I think I think Jason gave us at least one. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to help. Jason so, was eager. He was an eager so, teacher. <laughs> it's a team four. effort. Great name. I'm, right. I'm sad because I looked up I looked up uh, Braxton's post for his gaming, and I had the Battle of Zama all ready to go in case he asked me about <laughs> it. But because I think he played two different, yeah, he had two different people he played in it, so I was all ready, but. He faked me out. Thanks. So, so you would like memorize the counters. You're like, I know which leaders are in charge, like in case he tries to like bring up a general or something. Well, I knew it was the second Punic War, Hannibal versus Scipio Africanus, my favorite name huh? in all go. of uh, eternity. I'm going to name my next kid Scipio Africanus. <laughs> your wife will be thrilled. So will they'll love him. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think if it's the next kid, his wife might not be around for that one. I think it might oh. be a different one. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> Dave! Wow, what, what a are terrible done, thing to say. Are you having oh more god. kids? I think you're, you're getting more kids. I don't think there's gonna be more kids for you. No, I figured out what caused that, and I stopped that right away. <laughs> <laughs> it only took two. Oh my god, it's so good. So hey, hey, uh, I'm gonna take a break. I gotta get a drink. Um, but then I want to sit down and talk with Chris. Uh, Chris is a fascinating guy. There's that's, a lot of funny stuff for. <laughs> to talk about. But I, I gotta get a drink, and then I'll be back. Okay. okay. Welcome back. What's up? So I think Jason started early. Tonight. Yeah, a little bit. Did you you thought it was at eight? So you're trying to like like peak at eight. Yeah, that's yeah. Missed it. I had no shot. So uh, I went out to the Ozarks in June. Have, have I talked about this? No, sure I we haven't recorded so, in a while. So. Uh, I took my boating exam, my online boating exam, and I, I discussed like the different laws. And uh, uh, so I got a pontoon boat and we rented a house out in Lake of the Ozarks, uh, kind of on the water, like main channel. And so they delivered the boat on Saturday and we, we weren't super happy with the house. Like it wasn't as clean as we thought, but it was a weird thing where it was between when we rented it and then uh they basically turned it to an airbnb like a different company some some lady basically bought it from the the company that was our rental company so we didn't know who to complain to whatever so the place was okay it had a dock um but the original company delivered the boat and they were really cool and so uh it was a pontoon boat and i've since learned you never want to take a pontoon boat out on the lake of the ozarks on a weekend because pontoon boats are not mm. like, you know, it's kind of like a big floaty boat, 
but there are like 70 foot motor yachts like yeah. cruising down the middle of the main channel at lake of the ozarks so the wakes are really big my first <laughs> warning sign was at the the front door of the pontoon boat like it's kind of like a you can open it and jump off the front was smashed and the the cloth was ripped and the guy goes yeah don't go head over one of these wakes he goes you got to roll them aside so he goes do not try to nose over it because that's how they got broken i'm like all right like jesus like how bad is this gonna be like is this gonna be like fucking like d-day omaha beach like what the fuck like i thought it was just gonna take a lake. like it was a lake like it's just gonna be boat out on a lake so we took the boat out and you know they have boat lifts so there's like a hydraulic lift so first you do the lift to lower the boat down the water then you pull the boat out tie untie it then Theoretically, your wife jumps off the dock onto your boat and then after untying everything, and then uh, she's your, basically your, your first mate, I guess, and then you go around sailing. And uh, after like two fucking hours of going around on this lake, I was soaked in fucking sweat. Like I was so stressed <laughs> out the entire time, dude, because like we were so rolling – we're like these boats are passing by us my wife is like well watch around like okay somebody's coming up on this side and these boats are like past us and like the wakes like our ship is like our boat is like whoa up and down and i'm just like hold on kids uh after about three hours i'm like that's it we're fucking going back to the dock so we we go back and then you're like outside the dock and then you have to lower the you're, you're trying to get the fucking make sure the uh boat lift is ready and then you're trying to get it in. Meanwhile, wakes are like pushing the side as you're trying to line up to go into the dock. Dude, it's super stressful. And uh, then the night after. Now, is this, well, is this the part where you crashed into the dock and then some dude had to come out and fix it? I did. I did not crash into the dock. No one has ever proven that that uh, happened. Allegedly. Um, I pulled into the dock and that night there was a big storm. And basically one of the cables on the dock got severed. And then the dock starts like pulling off to the side, like it's going to crash into one of the other docks. So I'm, I'm calling the gal who owns the house. I'm like, hey, you got to get in here and fix your dock because it's like, it's like, like, and we have a boat that we're renting that's on the boat lift in the dock. It's all floating away. <laughs> so the, the dude came up and basically it was like a, it was like a $2,500 repair bill for him just to put like a cable and just ratchet it in. So I was like, and then the problem is the boat people were like, oh, you know what? The weather was bad yesterday. We'll give you the boat for one more day. I'm like, nope, you can come get the boat. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not taking that boat out again. Yeah, I think that's fair. So not a great experience. Are you going to try a different one next time? Well, just it's very busy. Basically, the locals don't go out on the weekends. I mean, that's their role. If you're local, you don't go yeah, out on the weekends. That makes sense. They, they call them credit card captains, like all the guys who rent the big <laughs> giant cruisers and then race around all over the, the – so during the week, it was pretty mellow. Um, and you, I, I learned you don't want to be on the main channel. That's not a good thing. So I don't know. So I learned a lot from it's it. A different um, life. Yeah, I mean, but still, we actually really liked the area. We thought everybody was really cool. Like all the, uh, we went to the, we got tours through the school districts. The school districts are all like, uh, 
Yeah, we, we have tons of money because everyone pays, all the people who pay here, uh, their kids don't go here. They're all on vacation homes. So all our kids have iPads. When we do travel, we pay for buses and hotel rooms for all the kids. And uh, so and all the school stuff was really good. So I think we're definitely committed to wanting to be there. It's just the question is like on the water, not on the water. Like I don't think we need to be on the water. So because really, why do you want to be in the lake? It's like, unless you're jet skiing, it's like, um, you're just going to some other place on the lake to sit over there. <laughs> it's like driving. It's basically just driving, but on water. Yeah. Yeah, so but you could, could be in the middle. So that that's what I like to do. I like to get in a kayak and get into the middle of the lake, like as far as possible from every other person. To, to be clear, uh, Chris, you would die in five seconds on this lake if you're in a kayak because a gigantic 10-foot wake would collapse you and you'd be dead. I'd be fine. You you might die. I'd be, I'd be excellent. Nice. <laughs> you're going to roll with it. It's <laughs> a pro. You don't know my kayaking. No, no, you're right. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not trying to disparage your kayaking skills. <laughs> Can can you pilot pilot a giant kayak? Is that possible? You take my family out there. That's the only kind of kayak that, that would fit me a giant kayak. So that's right. I'm gonna so, go with I'm gonna so go with yes. So we're assuming right away the kayak is gonna be gigantic. All right, good. Well, maybe. <laughs> and well armed. Booing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the firearms are not an issue. We we can bring the firearms. Yeah, that's so. America. Right. So that area definitely, uh, yeah. But so it was, so it was cool. I mean, like, uh, but not the the water experience was not great. It was, I thought it was going to be fun, and it was instead like really nerve wracking. So, whatever. So, uh, Chris, what's going on with you? What, what's going on with your life right now? You got anything besides gaming going on? Uh, I mean, I got kids. They take up all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I just got back from Disney World was uh very exciting uh, one day my brother-in-law god bless his soul called me and said hey we're in disney world and you should go too and that took up my whole week oh so they, uh, they visited and then you were expected to respond you had to scramble a response force yeah that whole yeah, thing yeah. is just insane to me yeah he he uh i thought he was i didn't know he was coming that week i knew he was coming eventually but uh just to get the call one day <laughs> like hey we're here Why hey come, come to, to disney, disney world, world. Come spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, it was. I mean, there's a lot to complain about, but uh, you know, the kids liked it. But <laughs> uh, you know, lost lost my son several times because oh, it actually ended up being like three groups, right? So it ended up being me and my two kids, then my brother-in-law and his uh, two kids, and then they brought another bunch of people with them so they were all like go getter like they had a schedule and you kind of have to at disney world because you have like times that they you can skip the line a few oh, times a day like fast pass or whatever they call it. yeah so uh but you know he got his fast passes two months early and i got my fast passes like that day <laughs> right so so his were all good and mine were all shitty so we, we went down and he was we were going somewhere but my my son he's like me right like like he kind of wants to see things and he doesn't want to like be pushed to go a bunch of places. So it was this like rubber band of them springing forward and me in this strange role of having to like keep up with them and then drag my son along too. And then every once in a while he'd like disappear behind the corner. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so we had that going for us, but how old is he? Yeah, it was nice. 
he's seven and my okay. dog four. Um, yeah, seven's still a little scary when that happens. Yeah, so we, you know, had to go pick him up at the uh, at the kids center or whatever, wherever they bring lost kids. This is the uh, this is the children's detention center, the Disneyland jail. <laughs> yeah, juvenile holding center. It's not quite jail. Like wherever Pinocchio went and found all the bad kids or whatever. Yes, nice. right? And no one's being no Good one's being arrested. It's just reasonable suspicion. Everyone's being detained until we can figure out why they're there. That's fine. That's right. Yeah. And they were so they were so excited about roller coasters until they went on one. <laughs> really? This is so that first chance? Oh yeah, yeah. They were so psyched. There was and it's like the crappiest little roller coaster. It was like uh the goofy roller coaster, so it was like goofy in a biplane or whatever, but oh, I hate that right. And the, ter- the 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 terrifying part wasn't that you were going in loops or anything. It was just that the, the little bar that goes over you doesn't really quite close well. I was <laughs> so like, you really are hanging on for your life, yeah. So state state fairs have been banking on that for years. The terror factor <laughs> of you might literally get yeah. killed on this ride. This might fall apart as you're on it. They're like they they tell you, oh, it's completely safe, and then they give you the wink right before they lock you down. Yeah, as long as you have good upper body strength. That's and, right. Uh, Hang on, folks. Literally, yeah. Wait, wait, waited like ninety minutes for some kind of avatar ride that was utter crap. It was like a new level of, and, and then they're gangsters, right? So they, they have this, they set up this shitty line. That's like, you know, an hour and a half long. And then in the middle of it, they have the drink stand where they sell you Very like nice. a $6 drink. <laughs> and it's hot. It's they're the worst. Yeah. Well, so um, does Disney world serve booze? Cause Disneyland does not serve booze. They do now. I, I don't think so. There, there is a place. There California is a place you can go. But California Adventure serves booze. Yeah, they sell alcohol in the Star Wars land now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a new place. So there's Star Wars here yet. Maybe there is, but, uh, but maybe there is now. But there wasn't then. Uh, but there's a secret place you could buy booze. That's what I heard. But you have to like pay. It's it's crazy. It's like a twenty thousand dollar i'm just making up that number but it's equally ridiculous whatever it is you you have to pay like an entrance fee and wait four years or something oh yeah club to get into the yeah yeah well you're you're a disney professional right (laughs) that's right right. he's probably like we have our essay he's like he's like i can't confirm but i'm also not allowed (laughs) to talk about it with outsiders that's right that's right (laughs) They're, they're doing their tiki month this month and they have new tiki mugs and yeah it's a whole thing i can't talk about it though Wow. Yeah, I can't talk about all the worst stories of the place. You have to come to the con to, to wow. get into the other. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. Some of it's too good. All right, too good to talk about. Too good, yeah. All right, so uh, what do you got going on gaming wise? What's what's besides we we play Kingdom of Heaven? What else? You're getting ready to go for uh, AC Con, so you're beefing up to do. Yeah. So what's great? Yeah. So we did. We've been doing Kingdom Heaven at the exact right frequency to forget all the rules by the time we played again. So that's, yeah, that's been excellent. And then not only forget the rules, but just like forget what's good. So I just recently, my, my favorite part of kingdom of heaven is that, uh, there were all these Muslims in uh sitting outside of Antioch made it. And I decided to, I was going to punch him in the face first. So, uh, I sadly forgot the name of the guy who did this, but he went out and he, he totally routed, all these Seljuk Turks. And then uh, 
Dave was very impressed for about half a turn before he came back and killed them all and then just walked into Antioch by himself. No, so good. now he sits he sits in Antioch and then I basically spend all my time wondering how am I going to get Antioch back. So I finally brought a huge crusader force to Antioch. And then every time I try to siege a place, it's a very, very simple mathematical equation that tells you how hard it is going to be to siege a place. But I'm constantly shocked by how hard it actually is to siege a place by the time I finish that equation. So right now I'm sitting on Antioch, but they have a resistance of something like seven, which yeah, just right. just makes it invulnerable. to. It, it so, turns out the only way to really take Antioch to have an opponent who's willing to sally forth with his entire garrison in a, a crazy attempt to, to destroy an army and then to crush an army and then to occupy Antioch afterwards. Yes, yeah, so the rules the rules say garrison your cities. And uh, I failed that that particular uh, it's, it's test of advice. rules. <laughs> just always just always garrison your cities, kids. It'll we'll it'll work out for the better. Do 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 more you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Um what, so, what are you doing to get ready for Guderian's blitzkrieg? Are you going through like a, some vision quest training? I imagine you like lifting uh, logs and climbing up. Yeah, yeah. Because, dude, I, I'm I, telling I you, play... you're going to be gaming with Claystone. This is no joke. Yeah. Like, dude, also take fitness his level, everything. He'll, yeah, he'll, you have he'll to keep be raising it to a whole nother level. Yeah, so I basically worry about it all day. And then okay, uh, sometimes so I come Sometimes I come and sit down next to the computer and I look at the, the map here that's all set up. And it's it's not even set up for the whole scenario. It said like the hey, here's the three turn scenario that gives you how to do this. And I've played OCS before, just never this this one. I, I played a bunch of Sicily before, and that was. I mean, OCS is so great. I I love the fact that not only do you have to like uh, destroy the enemy or take over a place, but you have to decide like how much of a how much of a like a stingy bastard you're going to be about oh, it? Supply. Like, like, like how? Like, am I going to pay for all of these tanks to go over there, or could I kind of make it? You know, with like you know thirty percent off. So, so that that little thing brings so much pleasure. But the, so I have it all set up in that like one of those stupid like here take take the city in three turns puzzle kind of things. And I look at it, and then I look at it some more, and I'm like, ah, I don't know how air works. And then I go read air, and then I come back to it the next day, and I'm like, I still don't know how air works. So that's that's basically <laughs> my, my training regiment. Uh, I do that. I, uh, you know, I, I I do some yoga. Yeah, they, get ready I, for the I'm back. I want to say there should be a physical fitness aspect. Make sure focus on that. Um, because Clay's not going to mess around. Tweezer, tweezer, like exercises and stuff. Because uh, that's that's that wasn't really a factor in Sicily. We don't really have stacks in Sicily. Uh, so, well, good. All right. Yeah, and then uh, otherwise, I've been playing with uh, Jeff Kinney, Gersh, Ben. Uh, do a whole bunch of games with those guys. Uh, we we play a lot of multiplayer games that we would never play otherwise. So we've been playing Kremlin. Uh, we've been playing Forbidden Stars. Before that, we were playing kind of like Blood Bowl, shitty vassal module, uh, team manager. So yeah, it's been good. We gave uh, we gave Gersh uh, the premiership as a 56 year old, you know, young, vigorous male, and the the defense department, the, the defense minister. So basically, he got in there and then uh, sent us all to some kind of 
summary judgment to the guy and won the game in like oh, three turns. Yeah, 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 that was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and Forbidden Stars, that's like a 40k thing, uh, which I always like 40k stuff way more than it deserves. So that was that was perfect for me. Uh, there's this mechanic in there where you have to you have to you're, you're putting down orders all over the universe, and you only have four of them. And at the same time, you're trying to build some stuff, do what you want to do, but also fuck the other guys by putting your orders on top of them, and also uh, predict where they're going to put there. So there's all this bluffing, and it's, or it just makes you feel like, from one turn to another, it makes you feel like the dumbest idiot to like the biggest genius if you just happen to put something on top of you know, where the guy wanted to go. So that was a good one. I was about to invade Gersh's craft world where he had nobody on it and I would have won the game except Jeff who I was so nice to for the whole rest of the game. I didn't attack him once. I didn't, I didn't do anything to him. He just moved a, like some kind of warp storm in between. I couldn't do anything. And then they all gave it to Ben somehow. I don't even remember how, but everybody just like got out of the way so Ben could take all these other planets and uh, it was just a disaster, but good game anyway. How are yeah. you playing that? that We're playing on a vassal. Yeah, so oh, wow. it takes it takes forever. Um, I I don't I don't know how you would ever play it uh, um, via email, and and I'm terrible at any sort of play by email thing. I had this. I I had exactly one play by email attempt with Trip, and I think I didn't even do my first turn. I felt bad for it for like <laughs> six months or something. <laughs> you you quit, you quit before your first time. <laughs> I I may have set it up, happens. but I'm not sure. I was, it it just turns into homework. I don't know how anybody does that play by email stuff. But I, I kind of have to be like sitting there with the guy thinking. Oh, you, you got to way that shit. You just when your wife's not home, you get a big glass of whiskey and just start doing. Act, act like you're making something. You're creating it. I just guess. Drink and start <laughs> typing shit. I. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Hemingway, that shit. <laughs> My wife doesn't buy that shit. Really? She knows. Yeah, that, that's what I say. I'm like, I'm being creative. I'm like, this is my creative space. She's like, that's the third bottle. I'm like, I, I'm a creator. Stop <laughs> no, judging look, me. Stop keeping count. Creating yeah, spreadsheets. Count. The- you're being, you being counters. You're killing the creative energy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'd, I'd rather play live. So that's that's. Uh, so you're just not good. Or you can't do the PBM. No, I got too much stuff to 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 like good. have an assignment. Because we've been doing Axis Empires PBM, and while we have stalled a little bit because, like, some guys are jet setters and they're like, they fly all over the world and for a couple weeks, and they're like, oh, we're gonna have to put it on pause. Uh, like, we're through Axis Empires. We got through 1937. I think we're at 1938. Wow, trucking so, along. So, yeah. So you can do it. That's cool. But it's, yeah. it does require. It's easy for games to fall by the wayside and just rot away. You know. Because no one's paying attention. Yeah, and, and what could you really do to the guy who hasn't taken his turn yet? I mean, what are you going to, like, berate him? I don't know. I mean, it's just like, eh, whatever. You can berate we just, him. We ask for like, him all the time I'm on Rocket. That's it. That's all we do. <laughs> we say hits him up or something. Who knows? What about you, Jason? What are you playing? Um, I am playing uh, the Korean War a lot. I've had that up on my table for, like, two months. Um Getting excited for front toward enemy. That's that's the next big one. Um, oh, uh, we're going to be, of... be talking about that game oh, yeah. on this episode. Oh as yeah, we fact. Are. Oh yeah, lots front of train games. Uh, did you guys play? No, not yet. No, not yet. But I have gone over it. 
mm-hmm. with a fine-tooth comb. Oh, sweet. I mean, yeah. not a JC comb, but I've gone over it with this. Enough. It's from Macomb yeah. Cap, yeah. Like a JC comb is like, that's like a, a, a lights comb. Well, but then you have to rewrite the whole rules. Right, that's, that's not, right. It's just not worth right. Yeah, you need like a welding torch. Right. Yeah, what I will say first off about the game is um, it's the way Devil's Cauldron was before Starkweather started fucking yep. with his own game. Yeah. Like, it's basically the, the way the game should have been all along the system. It's as fun as Devil's Cauldron was. Before they started fucking around with all the rules and so really good. That's it. Uh, and then a bunch of RPG shit. And that's it. And Dave, what about you? Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you take around with? Uh, let's see. Uh, Pete's been gone, so I haven't played ASL. We've some Federation Empire. Uh, again, Klingons are just trying to grind down the hydrants. I think I took a star base from the hydrants and still uh i'm, I'm basically doing a, a klingon yamamoto journal where i journal about my own self-doubts about how things are going <laughs> nice. uh, you're being creative we, we, have, we have concerns there's a lot of concerns about the way things are going in that game uh, but it's great still enjoying it um nothing new uh though we are fucking up the hydrants pretty good uh, the Federation is definitely worrying. The Coalition, they're, they're lurking and getting stronger. At some point, though, I think the uh, Romulans will just invade, and then it's going to all kick off. And I don't know if we can stop that, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know. What else the fuck am I doing that? I guess we've had, uh, we've had some RPG stuff we've been doing, and that might be it. Mm. It's pretty good. And, and just game with the kids. But uh, as, yeah, as we talked awesome. about, that was Love Letter. Three hours of miserable. So how, how, how many games is that? Is that like 10 it's, games it, of Love Letter? No, it's, it's not. Like, like it comes with like 10 cubes. So you can play. I was playing a game of Love Letter in about 15 minutes, like a round. Yeah. But you play a bunch of rounds. You oh, I see. Okay. So every time you I think around, I've only ever played like three rounds in a, in a thing. Oh, it's it's actually. I mean, of course, like right now, Ralph is like literally driving his car off the freeway yeah, into the ditch. But uh, I'm curious. It, it's 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 there's strategy there. There's okay. a lot of different things you can yeah. do. Uh, hidden hands and uh, it's tough with little kids because you're kind of like, yeah, you can't say that. I know you saw Daddy's hand, but you cannot say my <laughs> hand is the same as your hand because then you just fuck me because they're gonna like. And here you go, here your mom is coming in, and your mom just destroyed me. I hope you're happy. You just murdered your dad. <laughs> Loose lips and chips. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of. But the, the kids really quickly get it, and they can play. Like we played, we played a lot of uh, Mary and Mr. Darcy. The girls like that game. Uh, That's but I think love. I think love letter for being. And it was funny because I uh, watched it on YouTube. Uh, I played it on a cruise with my wife. I brought it. I thought she was like, Meh. and she's like, no, that game's great. And I was like, really? Like I just <laughs> there had never been a game we played where she thought it was really fun. I was just like. Uh, I like. I thought kind of she was humoring me. Like, hey, I've got a game. She's like, I'll play anything as long as you don't get shit faced on this ship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, if this could distract you from drinking like forty thousand shots of uh, Bushmills, yeah, I'm up for it. Um, 
but no, she actually she seemed like it. And so when we played, uh, man, they were like the strategies the girls used were wicked, like really good. They right away got it and started doing a good job. So that's cool. So we had fun with that, but yeah, not war gamers by any means. No one's no one's doing war gaming except for old Dave. Oh, old Dave, That's old it. Daddy Dave. Okay. So, uh, so we've got Christy. Do you have a game that you wanted to review? Uh, I, yeah, you, you want to prepare one. So I think. So geez. you made. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Chris. I know I told you there would be homework, right? Wait, so take behind the curtain. Like, like you, you could, yeah, like you could be like, hey, the, yeah, I absolutely have something here for everybody to listen to, but whatever, that's fine. Oh, so why? Jay, hey, I, let's do a review. All right. I can't believe you asked. Why, yes. Why, <laughs> oh, just so happens. So, so my, uh, when I got into gaming, I, I found out games weren't in print all the time. And uh, that, that became a problem because what if I wanted to play a game and it, uh, and it wasn't in print? And what I have to, would have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get it, and uh, so I bought all the games. I have all these fucking things around here, and uh, most of the time I spend trying to play games that I'm pretty sure that I might not like, so I could get rid of them, and hopefully, like a whole series at once. That was the best. Like the best game I ever played, the most satisfied I've ever been, is when I decided that Ambush was the worst game I'd ever possibly whoa, whoa. could play. Whoa. <laughs> No, no, hold on! Don't, don't, don't stop him. He's on a roll. Don't stop him, folks. He's on a roll. Okay, I, good. keep going, Chris. I'm sure it was a great game in 1972, or you know, whenever it was made. Cho- the age of choose your own adventure. Books. No, I I read a bunch of choose your own adventure books. Those are great. They just never came with a fucking chart that you had to like like slide rule yourself through three different things to like find a number that put you on another number. Oh my god. It was it was the worst. So I was now so happy when I played that game, and uh, yeah, it would be an app now, right? And I'm sure it would be a very nice app. And I'm, may, maybe somebody even made that app, probably, right? But but yeah, it, don't the, let don't let Jason intimidate you. You keep going, keep going. No, I'm yeah. So so that you. was a, that was a I great mean, game wrong, to play. But you can continue, and then like sell all five games at the same time. Yeah, like, that's pretty when nice. When and, those, done, right? and those games make money. That was great. Yeah. So. I I uh I don't really care too much about the Civil War. And uh and what I was hoping okay, I had that, to hold that's, that's too far. You've gone too far. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I've I've my my people were we, we didn't own anybody. We were just like mm, growing probably, potatoes I'm sure, sure in polls, Europe. I'm sure the polls would have enthusiastically jumped into the market system, but that's fine. So we were, we were, we didn't even have a country at the time. It was, is what it was, you know, I have no stake in this war. Right. So, so, but nevertheless, when I, when I heard the Civil War Brigade series was going out of print, I had to get all of them. So I have this whole Civil War Brigade series games. And not only that, um, I, I try to go through games in increasing levels of complexity, right? So I'll start with some simple ones for a period and, Hopefully, I'll get to the point where I bounce off something, and then I'm like, "God, oh, this is just way too much of a pain in the ass for whatever I'm trying to do." And then I'll stick with the, with the one that's a little easier than that. So I, I figured I'd start with the Civil War Brigade series because um, it's kind of kind of complex, I guess, with the orders and all that kind of stuff. 
And uh, unfortunately, it turned out that I really, really dug it. So I had no <laughs> very nice. And uh, I it was it like really w- with the commands and stuff, right? So in this game, you and it's kind of weird giving a review because I have this idea that everybody listening to this podcast already probably paid like ten of these games already, I, and I everybody knows how this all worked. All right, well, talk to me. But remember, there, there's one long haul trucker driving across mm. the country who's never met any of us, who has one or two games where he's like, "Yeah, this looks cool." And right, I haven't so played the, these, so tell, tell me. So the the great part about the, the well the the let's see the iconic part of the Civil War Brigade series is that you have to give commands. You have to give commands to your brigades, and then they may get them. They may not. It may take a while for them to get them. And but if they get them, they got to follow them. And if they don't get them, they can't just kind of decide. Oh man, we really got to follow them. So that's that's where the friction is in this game. And I was sure this was going to be way too much of a pain in the ass to have to actually deal with. But instead, it actually sucked me into the game because I really had this idea that I really got the feeling in this game that I was running a bunch of actual people instead of counters with strength values on them, right? So um, I started knowing nothing about the Civil War. I figured I'd start with the first battle. So I started with first Manassas. And this is part of the three battles of Manassas game. And I think only actually two battles of Manassas happened. And then there's in there, I don't know, because Dean imagined it, right? So uh, I set this game up and it's the first thing um, I was happy it was brigades because I figured not too many counters, but that's actually a bit of a lie because for every brigade, you can sort of fan out to have extensions. So for every brigade, it doesn't take up one hex, it kind of can take up three. Um, and then on top of that, every brigade, um, every one of those extensions, every one of those hexes that it's taking up has a strength value associated with it. So there's a counter on top of each one that's saying this is kind of an A-level brigade or this is an A-level hex or a B-level or a C-level. And you have a, which is a first for me, you have a sheet full of checkboxes on it where you can um, it's like a roster. Yeah, you have a roster that'll show you um, as you lose men in your brigade how much actual firepower you can deploy on the table. So it was a little more fiddly than I thought it would be, but it turned out with the orders, I I didn't care that much. It it actually like whatever this game had to offer up to me, I was just like, oh, this is even better. Like this is great. I no, is this. is this on them being like line formation or like how does that work? Like. If they're like, hey, we have this many strength points and we we drop this, here's what we're going to shoot. Yeah, so you can either be in line or column. And I used the – column only really helps you on a road. So I uh, used the optional rule in there that says you can only have so much worth of strength if you're in line column. So let's say you have a AAA brigade. It's like, it's like perhaps. Yeah, you can only – if you're firing, you can only fire – an A firepower out of a hex. If you want to, you could put all your guys in one hex, but you can only you only get the benefit of firing a maximum of one A out of the hex. But you could split up three hexes of A, and then if you lose some guys, then some of them some of them will stay A and some of them go down to B. So you're you're kind of uh winnowing winnowing away 
your counters through attrition. Sure. Okay. And again, originally I thought this was going to be more pain in the ass than it was worth, but actually turned out being pretty cool. So you have all these counters set up and the, the cool part about Manassas. Now this may be just the, the battle, but on the one side you have um, divisional orders, which means you're going to get one order for the entire division and you'll either accept it. So either the whole division will do something as a group or they won't. And on that's for the northern side. And then for the southern side, you have brigades. So what happens is they don't actually have any divisions yet. They're still spread out all over Bull Run. And they're trying to guard every possible crossing, which is... Um, yeah, uh, no, that, that, that checks out because that's basically how it was. Yeah, so they have to... So they, even for the Union, it's debatable like how much the division commanders like had control over. It's very much a brigade-level battle. For, for first, first bull run. Yeah, but at least the, it seems like the divisions on the um, on the northern side, they had a they had a goal, kind of, we're going to all run down this road, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, there was a theoretical uh, command structure for them. Yeah. Where the, the Confederates were way more ad hoc, like kind of thrown together. Yeah, and they even had, they even had two different commanders going on there that's right and um, there's, there's all sorts of stuff <laughs> with between Beauregard and Johnson yeah yes yes so so they all are using brigade orders and I was told this was a terrible way to learn the system but once I actually figured out that I was doing that, that I was performing the right mechanical order shuffling through all this it was actually a great way to see the system in that you could see how valuable it is to have a whole division doing something and you see how insane it is to try to give commands to every little brigade that's kind of spread out along this huge area and uh, see them all take up those orders at different times so that was that now, was really so, a joy so so once you kind of issue brigade orders to units or they they so and they accept them or whatever however it works um is it hard to get them back under a divisional command structure? Like, say you're a division commander, you're going to do a bunch of brigade orders. Is is it hard to kind of like re, like then rebuild that structure? So, in this particular battle, if you are the South, you will never get a division order. They're all brigades all the time. Right. Right. So they're if, they're if issuing individual brigades. All right. Yeah. If you're in the Union side, um, you can issue a divisional order that also includes a brigade order for a, a brigade to do something different than everybody else. Um, and to, in order to get them back, I'm not sure what you do. Maybe you issue them another order to come back into the fold, but you can bring them, you can kind of send them off on little errands on their own and then bring them back. Are there rules for like a commander initiative, like for different officers to say, well, I'm going to issue my guys an order. Yeah. So one of the things that happened at Manassas was that, um, a lot of Union troops are coming down the road, and um, one brigade of the Southern Persuasion uh, moved over there. That was the Evans Brigade, kind of blocked their road. Uh, but it wasn't really until Stonewall Jackson, and I'm, maybe I'm butchering all this history, but this is this is game history, right? So Stonewall Jackson came, and he kind of brought them over to Henry House Hill. And he brought his brigade over there, but kind of shored up the entire defense of Henry House Hill. 
Now, does, and, does someone have superpowers in the game? Uh, he does, but he's he's just kind of he does, but even if he has superpowers, the game makes it really hard for him to use them. So he has a higher initiative rating than everybody else, but you still have to you still have to roll for it, and the odds are really low with initiative that they're ever going to do anything. Like, I think you need you roll, uh, you know, you need a one or a two on a, on a D six to, okay. to get them to move. Right. right. And maybe Stonewall needs a two, but everybody else needs a one, right? He's not that much better. I mean, I guess he's twice as good as everybody else, but he still sucks at initiative. Right. So in my game, uh, Evans moves over there to kind of block the road and he's just one brigade and, uh, and uh, maybe two or three more brigades are coming up the road already with orders, which thank God, uh, cause they could block the road too. But the game kind of turned into this thing where you're giving orders to everybody and you know what you want them to do, but then you have to roll an insane number. You have to roll a one if you're most of the time, and you have to roll a two if you're lucky to actually get those guys to start moving even after they have their orders. So all these brigades are kind of moving west but you never really know who's going to activate it once. And they're all just getting there in the nick of time. And it's just, it's, it was just really a thrilling game to play to see, to see all that happen. And even like, so, so whatever effort you have to put into the order system, it pays off whether they actually do them or not. It's the same amount of payoff because you're like, Oh, that's super cool. I mean, I know right. it's annoying that he, he's going to sit there for another turn. And I know it's annoying that the, you know, the Union Brigade, like you thought that the Union Brigade was going to take, that uh, Union Division was going to take hours to move because you've been rolling like crap with the, the South. But it turns out, nope, they're going to accept the orders in the first, they're going to roll those ones. And they're just going to plow over this, uh, plow over the uh, whatever Ford they're supposed to, you know, go over to start taking Henry House Hill from two sides. No, no. I, my experience with the, the line of battle system uh, has been that basically the the combat system and everything else is pretty basic. It's it's easy to play, uh, but the the orders is where it really starts to uh, be be difficult to understand and maybe a little bit tougher. But that's maybe where the all the the fun of the game is, as opposed to just grinding against each other. Yeah, that's where the that's where the meat is. And I mean, other other Civil War games are exact. Like when I see, I have no, you know, particular interest in Civil War. But for me, I look at the battles, and it's just like kind of like infantry. Okay, we have a line of infantry over here, and we have a line of infantry over there, and we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna go at it until one side's not there anymore. You don't really have any cavalry charges like you'd have in Napoleonics. You don't have any Polacks to make things, you know, very exciting and interest interesting and full of Elon and I know. you know, wonderful but stuff. I, don't yeah. know, I, don't I mean, know, Chris, I don't know if you're allowed to use that word. Can you use that word? Because I'm not allowed to use that word, apparently. I get yelled I, at. I'm gonna give you a special dispensation. <laughs> Can you write something use that? down? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I mean, is isn't the word for Polish person Polak? Yes, In precisely. Polish? If you if you actually speak Polish, you would call you know your your Polak. fellow countrymen, uh, the Polacks. Yeah, yeah it's a it's right. a it's a I don't know. Yep. Endearment probably isn't the right word, but so many it's a, it's a term of honor. It's a term so of honor. Fights. It's gonna so many go with fights that. could have been avoided about this. 
So, uh, so that's good. So th- is this a general endorsement of the series overall? Yeah, I, I, you know, unfortunately, I still have a shelf full of this stuff. And and, I'm, and, I'm actually and, glad I have it, though. And, and as for as typical for most uh, AAC reviews, is this uh, series still in print? No, absolutely not. not. That's the only reason why I own it. <laughs> That's right. So I, so, I heard it so was going job, out of kids. print, and Enjoy. I said, I need these all now just in case, you know, somebody else buys them. Just in case Jason Pipes buys them all and then tries hey, to sell them hey, back. Hey, so I, I gotten some tips, too, on TV stuff. I've, I've been watching The Boys on uh, Amazon Prime, the superhero series. Is it good? Dude, really good. Yeah. If I've you ever it. wanted I've, superheroes, I've if, you want, if, if you wanted superheroes that are corporate and don't care about like actual being superheroes, mm. uh, it is absolutely where you go. And and Jason, have you watched Patriot? No, uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay, Chris, have you watched either Patriot? Boys? I'm only wa- I, I've been watching Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, uh, just, that's my that's my. Uh, <laughs> So that's my the, thing right the, now. The, the, for me, the top two series are uh, Patriot first and then The Boys yeah. uh, after that. What, what is Patriot? Club. Patriot is a, uh, a series about a guy who's a CIA agent who um, is a murdering machine. But he's also kind of sensitive because he's a folk singer. So when he murders people, he then goes into bars in Amsterdam and sings folk songs about all the secret <laughs> operations that he did. And so I they're like, like the show. CIA. So the CIA is like, yeah, that's probably not what we want him to be doing. Like, uh, it's like he goes for an interview where they're like, yeah, you need to get this job interview with this uh, piping company so you can get in with these Iranians and kill this guy. He's like, all right. So he goes in for the interview and there's one other guy who's interviewing. So they're leaving the interview and they're walking down the street. And so he turns to the guy and the guy's like a, a, a smaller Asian guy. And he's like, so how'd you do? The guy's like, oh, I think I aced it. He goes, really? You think you aced it, huh? He goes, yeah. I go, so the bus comes by, he shoves the guy right in front of a fucking bus. So he gets the job. Basically, now I got the job. <laughs> but the guy doesn't die. He gets it. They they put oh. a special helmet on his head and they bring him back to the job. So he's looking at the guy all the time, like, "Do you know that I shoved?" Like he's looking at like, "Dude, it's fucking <laughs> crazy." Cool. That's fun. Beastie Beastie Boys soundtrack. Wow! Oh, nice. Too bad. So Patriot and the Boys. Basically, in the Boys, it's it's like superheroes have been like corporately uh sponsored and they have movies they do all the, the ads so they go to do a rescue on a jetliner and uh at, at some point they're, they're the terrorists they're basically like, hey the terrorists have taken over this jetliner so they're like okay we're gonna send two of our superheroes so the one superhero the superhero main superhero is named homelander oh, so Jesus. homelander is like a captain america character <laughs> so so he gets into the cockpit and uh the the terrorist has the pilot or something so he kills the pilot with with the terrorist with like his uh like super laser eyes but he also fucks up the cockpit so the plane is now starting to crash with everyone on it and he's like yeah we gotta go and the other superhero is like what are you talking about like we have to rest he goes yeah we don't have time this plane's crashing (laughs) we gotta get the fuck out of here (laughs) so they fucking they're like Everyone, yes, no, you're all going to be fine. They just leave. They let the nice. fucking Peace plane out. crash. Love it. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it's good. It's good. That's it's cool. the boys. 
I like so, it. Sex, sexual harassment, everything yeah. you want to see in a corporate movie. So that's it. That's how we do it. We're, we're not just a wargaming podcast. Please. No, we're everything. Train games, culture. RPGs, it's a culture. culture. Yeah. Drinks, it's a culture cocktail thing. hour. So Jason, eBay uh, what have you been? Yeah, Jason, what have you been playing lately? I think I did that already, right? I've been playing. No, like, like, what are you reviewing? You're going to review something. I'll review gonna... something. I'm going to review the original Victory Games: The Korean War. Wow. Joe Balkowski, uh, operational level, just the first year of the war. Um, I bought. So I bought this because I was really excited about the Compass reprint. And then they kind of released some detail about what the, the direction they were going. And I was going to be three maps instead of two. And they're making how, all the how counters. Was the, how was the box art? And, how was the box art? And the box art was, I think it's different now, but they released some box art that was like arrows over a globe focused on Korea. It was the the worst box oh, art. Oh, oh, I remember this one. The it was like power, PowerPoint, PowerPoint right. level box art. It was awful. That's right awful uh so i bailed i was like fuck this i don't like what they're doing with games they're obviously not developing stuff um no one wants to see a game that reflects dave's blood alcohol level versus his blood sugar <laughs> right. level that's conflicting right. on a battlefield like, yeah, we were not. inverted yeah uh so i went out <laughs> and i was just like i'm gonna get, i'm gonna get the original fuck it i don't need like you know fancy 2019 components just i just want a good game um and for me this is the year of the korean war for, for my gaming and reading is that and is that is that what we are are we that's are we what i am korean, we're doing braxton disagrees with me but that's what i'm doing great korean war gaming great right. war korean great gaming. war korean war gaming um i think the koreans would get behind that if you would advertise i think so they do think they're a, they think they're a super race well have we talked about the Korean super race? Korean super race. Is, no. Uh, it's a thing. Enlighten us, Dave. They think the Koreans, Korean people honestly think they're the greatest people ever created. They're a super race. Wow. You wow. can talk. You can, Have you seen you them can, dance? You can talk to Korean people about it and they will. And uh, so, so seriously, don't let any Korean people listen to this episode because this is serious. Don't share this with the Korean people. But, uh, they will Dave, this you, is you free talk on the to, internet. Oh, Jesus, we're fucked. All right, the Koreans are already going to show us. <laughs> the North they're, Koreans they're are hearing this. But I'm telling you, if you talk to a Korean person about it, they are the Koreans are committed to the fact that they are the best people ever. And it's just kind of like just, yeah, No battlefield victory record. Nothing backs that up. No statistics supporting it. It's going to be 100%. They are that's the best. Fair. That's fair. That's Whatever fair. you feel in your heart, you be you. Yeah, that's right. Um... So I've played um, three scenarios of this. And like I said, it's been on my table for about two months. Um, and I just keep playing it. And it's it's really good. Um, and it's it's kind of just the right amount of detail for everything. Like the, the air is pretty abstracted out. Um, you can send air to either interdict roads or provide close air support in combat. Supply, you do basically once per turn. You, you set out these supply depots and see how much supply they get. And that, you know, depending on how much supply you get and then how much supply you spend, kind of kind of uh, dictates the amount of 
combat you can do, like how effective your forces are near and close to the depots. So you have to worry about supply and, and where these depots are, but it's not the OCS level of, you know, having to spend tea for everything you're trying to do. Um, and it's it's really good. Like it tells a really good story. Um, if you if you start at turn one, like you know, there's just South Korean units on the map, and that's it. And then the North Koreans kind of rush down. The U.S. starts funneling people in slowly, and then they kind of work their way back north. Um, so I think it does a pretty good job of of reflecting the the history of the war from a fairly low rules density, and and I think pretty playable in general. So each turn, um, you do the like reinforcement and and kind of they call it the amphibious phase, where you kind of basically just put units out. It's it's kind of like a pre-reinforcements phase, and then each turn you do two activation phases, and in each activation phase you do that supply thing, where each player can put out supply depots, um, and that it's a pretty neat mechanism. Um, you can basically put up to three uh, from one to three, and all of them on the map can have a strength totaling three. So you can have one that's three, uh, one that's one, and one that's two, or three that are one. And then depending on the region they are, for each force, you roll on a table, and it will tell you how much supply they get. And then you can spend that supply um, to basically power your offense and defense for for that phase um and it and it gives some good flavor there too like you know where the where the lines of supply are you have to protect supply back to ports for the for the us un player and then the the north koreans it dwindles a little bit as you get farther south um so it creates a cool tension and and you know your units become more powerful the more supply you spend um, but they have a limited range so you kind of have to figure out where you're focusing your your attacks that turn um, pretty neat um, and then the the activations it's basically how much supply you spend um, is how much initiative you get for the turn and then whoever has the highest initiative goes first um, and uh, ties go to the the North Koreans, um, and basically you roll on a chart, and that will tell me tell you how many activations you get for that piece of it. You can activate that many units to to move, and you have to so you have to pay to move. You have to pay to fight from from the points you get, um, and and you can so, like and, and so, collect and units so this, together. And, and and so Jason, this game is the entire Korean War. Or it's it's just first some year. phase. Yeah, so it's the first so it year. doesn't. It doesn't cover the Chinese, right? Uh, they they can come in, but it's it's like near the end, and 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 the rest of the UN units can can come in too. Um, but yeah, it's it's really just focused. Well, it's only that first year, and it's really focused on the North Korean invasion, and then the the US kind of pushing back. Wow, what a what a weird what a weird uh, yeah. focus. And 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 I heard him talk about it, and and he basically said like after that. You know the the first year is really where the interesting stuff happened the the mobile phase of it and then it kind of got ground down kind of to a halt um so yeah it, it is it, it is interesting um but so you do these you basically it's uh, you activate until 
you know, both players pass or everybody's activated. And then you do that again. And then that's one turn. So, so it's long. <laughs> that's, that's one thing of it. It's, it's very long. Um, but each like activation and it's really soluble because it's just back and forth after, after you figure so, out who's so, going first. So Jason, what's the, what's the percentage of us forces versus South Korean troops, like for the, the free world allies? So at the beginning it's, there's zero us. Right. Right. No. And then I got, I got that part. <laughs> right. So, so they, 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 they trickle in. So, and I'm, I don't have the reinforcement. Oh yeah, I do. So like no, turn just, just one. Yeah. So like, but like the South Korean troops are awful. Like there's, you know, 12 of them on the map say, and they're a strength four. And then the U S comes on and it's one division at first, um, say the second activation phase of turn one. And it's a 12 strength unit, but it comes down in Pusan way down south. And so then you have to figure out where you want it to go. It can either go east or west. And then on turn two, you know, you get like a Marine division and then like a little right. task force, you know, right. so they, they trickle in by the end of turn five, there's, you know, uh, eight, maybe U S divisions in, um, and and then on the on the North Korean side, there's uh, maybe six or eight. And and so when you say turn five, like at what point does the game end? Um, like what turn? Um, it's a turn twelve, so it's a turn. Okay, a so so at turn five, you've got like four or five American divisions there, and it's still there's some game yet to be played right yeah so then you have to kind of get through winter where things kind of grind to a halt because it's hard to move and it's hard to fight and hard to get supply um and then you know spring comes and you could you could fight a little bit more um the so what i was saying about being solo is you you know on on one activation you roll the die to see how many um units can activate and then you can take those turns and walk away and come back and, and take another. So, you know, it's really easy to come and go from it. Um, the, it, it flows really well. The, the story is really interesting. Um, I, one complaint I do have is the CRT is incredibly boring. Like it's, so it's a D10, um, but the CRT just kind of, I think that's, the one place where the, the game really, really shows its age because it's really just like a straight line, you know, from um, not, not straight across, but, you know, like a straight diagonal line through. There's not a lot of like interesting stuff happening throughout, like, like some of the more modern games. Um, so it's really easy to kind of game it and uh, do I take this attack or not? Well, I only have a 20% chance of actually doing anything, so I'm not going to mess with it. I think that's my one complaint you're, about you're, it. Like you're setting up the stacks, like setting the different stacks. Well, you can't even really stack. You can set up attacks really well because only one division can be in a hex. Um, oh, okay. But, but right. you can... You can oh, that, yeah, that was my question. I, I, yeah, so just one one thing per hex, that's it? One division, yeah. And um, so... So when you activate, you you can move and, and fight, and then the unit flips over, right? So then it's a little bit reduced um, on on attack and defense, and it can't really it, 
it can attack again, but it can't activate again. But what's neat is you can use other units to attack something because when you attack a unit, everything that's adjacent to it also attacks. So you can you can get some interesting groupings on on attacks. Um, but there is that kind of fiddly flipping things. But then if it takes a hit, the division goes down to um, basically two regiments and then one regiment. Um, so you can have up to three regiments or one division in a, in a hex. So the stacking isn't overly cumbersome or anything like that. Um, but you can kind of see, especially early on, like there's, especially for the South Koreans, there's not a lot of attacks to make because you're not, you're just not going to be any good. Um, and, and so that piece of it feels a little dry, but I think everything else feels really good. Um, it, it, it <laughs> I, I think it tells the story of the Korean War pretty well. Um, but I think you could also kind of put the system in World War II and it would function pretty much the same, if that makes sense. So I don't know that it's overtly the Korean War from a system. Um, well, but, it's arguable that the Korean War wasn't it too wasn't much that far different, from right? Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they they fought pretty much the same, um, and that's kind of what I was kind of kicking around with: is are they different enough that this game needs to be that different? And and I landed on that it's it's probably not. So my really only one complaint is that the kind of lackluster CRT, and I don't know what they would do different now, but it does just kind of feel kind of bland. Um, but the activation system is great. The, the supply system is great. It's, you know, it's crunchy enough to make you make decisions without being overly um, bookkeepy or anything like that. Um, it's long. So this, this, this game is oop. Oh yeah. Long out of print. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Victory games is not with us anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. so compass games is quote unquote, remaking this game um, with Joe Balkowski involved apparently um and i i'm glad i have this one i i hope the i'm other sorry one's i'm good. sorry wait, wait, which which companies were you making it? compass okay mm -hmm. well it, it could be worse it could be worse that's right there's there's companies that are worse yep <laughs> <laughs> it's only one it's only one small step to a worse company <laughs> They would be remaking it. That's right. That's right. And that, that's the kind of their, their model now. Um, so I had high hopes for that. And I'm glad I own this. I think it's a good con game. Um, I, th I think like a Donkey Kong, you could get a lot of this game done. Um, I'm sorry, Donkey Kong? What's a Donkey Kong? I'm sorry. It's a, it's, 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 it's a convention we have in, in St. Louis. I don't know if you know. Oh, so you're talking about Swole Con? Swole <laughs> I don't know Con what that is either. All right. Well, all right. Um, they so might conflict. They, uh, yeah, there's like a weird scheduling thing. Um, so I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. It's really great. Um, this wow. one's going to be on my shelf for a long time. It's exactly what I was looking for out of this game. Um, it, it feels right. It's a lot of fun. It's super soloable. I could see playing this on Vassal because it. I think it would flow pretty well on Vassal. Um, and you're you're saying this as a person who's played OCS Korea too? Right? Yeah, Korea, OCS is a little bit too 
crunchy for me. It's a little has, bit too. Yeah. Has Jason played a lot of OCS? Mm, I've, gonna, I've played you, about five turns of OCS. Are, 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 you, are you putting yourself <laughs> out there as an aficionado? No, mm. no. I've played it is what I said. I'm not an expert. Uh-huh. But I do like that OCS, you really have to pay attention to what you're doing where you know you can't just attack everywhere every turn um and this well, has this, this some game seems much lighter this one seems much lighter than an ocs game it's 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 I mean, lighter. ocs does this game right ocs does this it has right. ocs korea but yeah they, they've made i know but there's also yeah so are you never going to play another world war ii game because there's lots of no no, no i'm just uh, saying, saying but the comparison's not fair because uh, OCS Korea has rules for the Chinese coming in and all yeah. sorts of stuff. So that's um, here too. Um, this is a light. This is a light game. No, <laughs> it's a lighter game, but it's not a yeah, light well, game. It's it's a much more manageable game. It's not as bookkeepy. Um, you know, you could get two turns done of this, or one, you know, two activations, one turn done in in about half a turn of, of OCS Korea because it, it just flows a little bit smoother um it's i it is it's way lighter but it's not a light game necessarily there's a lot of crunch here there's i think enough meat to really dig into and a caveat to the audience i mean i did go get a whiskey while jason was doing his review so i might have missed some critical points (laughs) that's all right um i hung on every road so it's that's you should be drunk, Chris. Get more drunk. Didn't you just hear me fail to say I hung on every word? <laughs> you, you, you went word. I heard word. So this right. is a keeper Sorry. for me. And I like to burn, like Chris, like you. I like to buy a game. I'll play it you know, three or four times, and then I'll get rid of it. I'll sell it on. So, I want it off judgment. my shelf. Yeah, just fuck it. He's, keep, he's keeping it, boys. This is a keeper. He's keeping it. I like it. I Very want nice. I like So it. I think maybe next year, if I make it to Donkey Kong, this might be my game. It's it's a lot of fun. So this so real quick, real quick, Jason. Like I've had this problem. Like I have games I want to get rid of. They're almost more trouble to sell than they are to just keep. Like I, the more I start getting into like all the stuff I yeah. have to do to sell the game, then I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck it, I'll just keep it. Like why? Why we? Like I've got like four. I've got six games right now. I'm staring at in my game room. I'm like, Battle Lore. Legend of the Five Rings cards game, huzzah! Yeah, Dark Sands. I'm like, yeah, I could sell Dark Sands for like twenty bucks. Mm. Twenty bucks plus shipping. Yeah. Like, I'm like, like, but why? At twenty you bucks, I might as well twenty dollars for it. I don't know. Dark Sands. I think you could get more than that. But uh, yeah, what I do is I'll put it up at basically you know a dollar less than the next person, and then I just right. don't pay attention to it. So, sells, so what do you put it up on? Are you put it up on like Facebook or no on BG? Like uh, BG. I was going to sign it as a podcast host. I thought that might add some value, but then it turns out that actually reduces that the might value not. Yeah, that's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's the shelf space. Like I don't really care about making my money back. So, you know, if mm-hmm. I spent fifty and I played it four times, I'll sell it for twenty, no problem. Because I, I need the shelf games. space back. I thought if I signed it as a Katie Adley original, that it might actually increase the value. Mm. She's she, <laughs> maybe. Right? I'm not sure maybe. if that happens. Well, you could do the Berg thing and just sell it and just not ever send it anywhere. <laughs> that's right. That, that's that's the other way. Zero zero dollar shipping, and I just don't deliver the product. That's fine. That's good. I'm like, do you know who I am? 
Yeah, what are you going to exactly. make a plan? What That's all do? I say. Do you play him? All right, do you play him? So this is good. I'm excited because it, Jason I'm, actually bought a game and kept a game. Yeah. And I, I bought it a while ago, and it, I finally got around to playing with it. Uh, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, and I'm going to give it two beers an hour is my rating. Okay. One to two beers an hour, because it's a long fucking game. So, but know, then once the Chinese come in, it's got to be at least four beers. Well, but once then the Chinese come in, you're like, drink two beers, come back. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I recommend it. I, I, it it's, it's worth tracking down this um, more than chance I get on whatever Compass oh, does. I get it's good. Um, I respect that. That's good. Interesting. I think it's a good wreck. The fact that Jason's keeping it is a good recommendation. Yeah, and I, I, I've been playing it for a while. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's not OCS, yes. but I wanted to love OCS. Uh, but a, I don't. There's I don't, a bit of it I don't that I really you like. like. You're, you're, you're not an OCS person. <sighs> it's just too much for me. Well, the the big the big parts of OCS are supply, action rating, and surprise. Like those are the three big things. What do you that mean are surprise? Tough for guys to get. Surprise is where, uh, based on your action rating, oh, if you yeah, come yeah, in, you, yeah. you might have great odds, right. but you might get surprised or the enemy. Yeah. And it can I like, forgot about that. Like roll. switch it like 1d6 columns back and forth. That's right. So you could have a guy that's and like horribly fun. outnumbered. It's just, it takes a yeah, long well, time to play. Well, it's because it's so swingy. Like mm-hmm. You would you would never play an RPG that swung like that. I mean, it's just bizarre. Uh it, it's it's almost like an RPG like like war game like the way it yeah. swings. That's interesting uh, because it's bizarre. Like you you send in a high quality unit, a high quality uh, recon unit can completely destroy like tons of enemy troops because it has a huge swing, and then it gets to also add its action rating. So the action right. helps yeah. with the surprise mm-hmm. and helps with the combat roll. So uh, OCS is completely built around quality. So a- OCS and has a, two basic. So are we? Well, a- OCS has two. <laughs> so those are the two basic rules for OCS. It's all about supply for, for artillery, aircraft, whatever, uh, and attacking ability, fuel, and uh, quality troops. Best quality right. troops will always beat the worst troops. It's, it's but analogous to us, right? Like we do eight to 10 podcasts a year, which is more than everybody except for half squads. Focusing on quality. And on quality, quality, of course. Yeah. Our sound is buttery smooth and sweaty. We don't have we don't have cats. We don't have cats walking around. You hear the ice on our glasses or... as we're drinking. That's right. What more could you ask for? We're bringing in high-quality, well-trained experts in wargaming. That's right. Like the, the real people. Like do you, do you think anyone else had found C-Rack? How many times you know, have ton- you bought pizza and play-tested a game, C-Rack? Like at, at SPI with Mark Herman? 1,100 or? times. Yeah, that's accurate. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. our lawyers have already scripted a response for you for that, C-Rack. So you'll, you'll, stick, you'll stick to the company line for that. Now, when is Berg going to be podcast? I've been waiting. Not, not ever. <laughs> not going to happen. Speaking of too soon. Finally, we outlasted him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, God bless. He he was a holdout. So you know we so kept trying. We kept sending the emails. That's right. 
So uh, I got a game I can review. Heck yeah! Want to hear about it? Get right. into it. So, so uh, this is not going to be like in like a serious like hardcore review like you might hear on a professional podcast. But uh, basically, this is front towards enemy. Oh, you got to review it, it. No, I'm just going to say I'm not going to talk about it. So it, Dave, it, we might need to play this instead of the Vietnam War because oh, this this we could yes. actually get done. Yeah, I agree. So basically, I I can give you a short. I almost canceled this uh, pre-order for me because I was like, it was taking forever to come out. I was like, like, it's been like four years. I know. I'm looking to move. I'm like, I don't need fucking pre. Like, frankly, pre-orders, Kickstarter, all that shit gets annoying. I can't even keep track of half my Kickstarter shit. So um, it's the worst. Finally, it came out. And what I will tell you is this. This game is when Jason and I first fell in love yeah, with each all other, those years ago with each other over TNT two young two young wargaming men exploring <laughs> wargaming and we ran into each other and yes that's right uh, we, we met each other and, and, and I think Devil's love is Cauldron. putting it lately oh dude, dude we were big fans of each other yeah. for a long time. So uh, we had been on the uh, MGR. We, we don't get any. We don't need to do our backstory. So, so whatever. We 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 met each other. So uh, we were at Constant World, and I was like, "Dude, you need to help me play this Devil's Cauldron game because I'm signed up for it." So we played Devil's Cauldron, the original Starkweather game. And uh, Jason was a trooper. He's like, "Yeah, fuck, I'll play." So we're playing with a uh, uh, one guy who's a good guy, one guy who's kind of like. It's a little more nerdy, whatever. Yeah. No judgment. Um, but anyway, so we played the Germans, Jason and I. And uh, great fun. Fuck, we played for a while. We really like knocked yeah, it out. We played and a lot. Was, yeah, and Devil's Cauldron back then, back then, that system was the shit. It really was good. It really played well. It was smooth. And we'd heard about somebody else who was running like a Vietnam game based on Devil's Cauldron. So uh, I think Jason checked it out and we were like enthusiastic about it because we really thought it was cool. Well, so we got Question Surrender, No Question Surrender. Then we got uh, Where Eagles Dare. And then uh, they got the D-Day ones and Starkweather started going crazy and trying to change the design of the system. And I was like, oh, this sounds... So then basically we dumped it. This game is a callback to the original great old Devil's Cauldron game. It's the best. That's right. Really good. It's inspired by original GTS, Vietnam. It's the original system before Starkweather got all fucking crazy, started fucking up all his games, running all over the place. This is this is Starkweather pre-episode. That's pre- right. Incident. And, and for like, Ralph and Derek. The designers based out of New Mexico, south of yeah. the Earth. So it's it's. I think the, I the think combat the combat systems it. the combat systems are very familiar to anybody mm-hmm. who understands how the old DCS system, or even I assume the way I've long abandoned uh, the, the game Starkweather system for Crete or wherever, whatever the fuck they're doing now. Um, but basically, it's you got a fire value. It's a colored fire value that gives you different casualties based on the color. Uh, there's a range, and then on the other side, you have a troop quality on the other side. So that's it. So you Super guys easy. fucking 
Yeah. yeah, super easy to do. But the big thing is how you handle KIAs and, and WIAs, right? Killed in actions and wounded actions. So you have to make sure you rescue these people. Like you can't just leave bodies out in the battlefield. Like it, it really does have a great focus Speaking about how you rescue people. Up. No man left behind. Right. So it's great. Um, so they have a bunch of scenarios in the game. This is one of these where it's like, I'm sure the game designer is like, geez, Dave, would have loved to have somebody besides you after like 14 Bushmills describing the game because we really want some good sales. Oh, well, Here's what you got. We'll keep this talking about a, this game. I'm excited it, about this. It's MMP. It's going to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and the cover, and for the Dave, record, Dave complained about the cover a little bit. I actually really like the cover. It's clean. Okay. It's All simple. Right, so it's I, very I agree. lazy. I agree. But I like it. It's not that so, fucking Nevsky painted ghost bullshit. No, I, I agree. All right, here's what I'll say. I don't like the front cover of the just the uh, Claymore. Not a fan. It's iconic. I think the But they could have done a picture of a crate of Claymores or Claymores with like did they not have a Claymore? Like they just know. go down to the Army it, Navy store and buy a Claymore. It's it's too clean. It, this too is clean. America. You probably could do that. No, it just looks too clean. But once you get past that, there are pic- good pictures on the sides. Yeah. Picture of the action. Yeah, yeah if you want to fucking be ripping helicopters into locations yeah. Yeah. and trying to rescue the rules are guys, easy to read. You have you you have guys trying to drag bodies back to, right. to get evac. So the help guys are out. so let's run. First mission is evade and escape. Next mission is daytime ambush. Then we've got search and destroy, reconnaissance and force, block, attack, ambush and extraction. Now these are all generic missions. No, well, they, no, they have like uh, like group loads. They tell you how many units are going out. So but yeah, you're not fighting a certain battle. You're you're doing a thing. That's right. So the maps are like generic maps. So they have like a they have a bunch of maps. So if you do ambush and extraction, it basically says, "Hey, you have the northern portion of AO Mustang. Both maps are used, but only the area above Hexrow Twenty One is in play. Uh, it's going to last uh, eighteen game turns, hour and a half. So we actually have time. All right, we got that." Mission, A Company, 1st 8 Cavalry, establish a secure landing zone and and conducts an air mobile extraction. So, fuck. Yes. That's what we fucking want. Right. Yeah. Like, this shit it. is what we want to fucking play. So, reading through the rules, the rules are really kind of basic when you're really reading into them. It's like, um, hey, do you have line of sight? Uh, you're this kind of factor. There's some modifiers based on what terrain the guy's in. Yes, some guys can be concealed. So based on what they do, here's how they don't become concealed anymore. But dude, I'm telling you, this is what we want to play. And it's also a chit pull thing. So as you're pulling chits, that's who gets it, gets activated. That's my favorite thing. It's a chit cup. So you can play. But it's a generic chit cup. It's not where GTS is like this thing. This no right. This so command it's, activates. You're right. It's this side. That's it. That's a great. That's a great cool. point, Jason. That's a great point, Jason. So it's U.S. or or it's U.S. or the bad guys, right? So <laughs> I almost did a spit, know, spit know, take. I, I almost did a spit take. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we think the fucking uh, 
at this point, do no, we think the fucking North funny. Vietnamese were good guys? No, right. it's just always funny. So, so we don't need to spit take every time Dave fucking says something. That's... <laughs> no, All right, so it's not controversial. Clearly, it's just funny. Clearly, the North Vietnamese are bad, yes, terrible yes. people who murdered yes. millions of people. Yes. All right. I mean, no one thinks the Cultural Revolution was a great idea in retrospect. Exactly. Right? All, right. Yeah. All right. So, but it's great because you've and the other nice thing I'm going to say this MMP props. Uh, they also included a a uh, like a caveat uh, chit set that would replace yeah. chits that they yeah. fucked up. Yep. Just right. So out there's of the box. like, hey, these chits are going to replace the ones that we fucked up in the initial production. Although I will great. say, I think. You know, if MMP's listening, I think my counter sheet, one of my counter sheets might have been at the bottom of the stack because it like tore at the bottom instead of being cut Ooh. all the way through a little bit. Oh, I, I think it'll be playable, but I might have to lodge a complaint. Hey, MMP, nobody puts baby in the corner. That's right. Send me another counter. No problem sheet. with that. That's right. So, but, but the cool I'm thing is, looking forward. I, I, game, I so love much. how they do the same old TDC system where uh, there's markers, there's numbers in the corners, the counters, and the modifier counters have modifiers in the yep. same corners, so minus. you know exactly where they apply. And fuck, it's funny. Yeah, that's put, so nice. That, they, I, I dude, loved that about TDC. And they dude, put they put they put TDC the counters. Great. They put the, the the information on the counters in the same place on every counter. That's lock, what I'm and saying. lock and load. Lock and load. TDC was great. Yeah. So course. this game and this game has rules for APCs, uh, tanks, fucking helicopters, helicopters, forward observers. Uh, and there's random shit. Snipers. There's civilians. Yeah. Like fuck, you're fucking running missions. So I am so happy and the, because the, I was the WIKI thing is so cool to me. Like, I know you can't just leave casualties on the battlefield. And, and medics, you have medics that can run out and try to stabilize. It's like I was so close to bailing on this fucking thing. I'm glad. Like you did. I literally, I was looking like every four months, like Jesus, like what is this thing going to be? Um, and frankly, I I I blame I blame a uh, another podcast, the Wrinkled War Gamers. They said they were playtesting this, and they didn't give me any updates or huh. any kind of information about how good this game was. So. There you go. Get, get so, that hype train moving. So let's not ever listen to their podcast again. Done. Because it's really about it's really about <laughs> limiting the, it, the the market's really about limiting the number of wargaming podcasts that are out there. So, so let's not ever listen top. to that. They're dead. They're done. They're dead to us. I think we can all agree. So check. So Dave, after drinking through a forest of bushmills, and like. <laughs> It's basically like an American Ninja Warrior obstacle course of Bushmills drinks. I'm telling you, this is a game that if you're a self-respecting, if you're a self-respecting Vietnam uh, war gaming player, you got to own it because it is. And I'm telling you, you're reading the rules after like three reads. Like, honestly, I'm on my couch. I'm fucked up drunk and I'm reading them. I'm texting Jason like these rules are fucking great. They're, yeah. This is the game we want to play. Like I could like walk over to my gaming table with the assistance of a small child because obviously I'm intoxicated and she could bring me to the table where I could get a grip and like get some stability and then I could lay out this Turn game the and actually play it. That'll be good. That's yeah. right. With only the assistance of three to four small children, I could play a great scenario of this game. 
Yeah. So I'm going to say, here we go. Um, beers, really high. It's going to be nine beers, 11 with the assistance of a small child who you can use for stability. <laughs> nice. And uh, the, the, it, it's just a fun game. It's great. I think it's great. It really captures, I think it captures the spirit of what games like Lock and Load are trying, like companies like Lock and Load are trying to do. And just kind like of start, he Starkweather had it right. Like with Devil's Cauldron, he had it right. It's like he struck gold and then he did not understand what he had done with the game. So I know Ty's still maybe a fan of the system or whatever, but it's like um, he's off now doing his own thing, like running games into the ground, like not finishing, not. This game is the shit. Really good. Yeah. So the key is here. So we've got. Have this you game. have you played it yet? No, haven't played it since. <laughs> Details. We're, we're big picture people here. How dare you, Sirak? <laughs> you get out of here, you rascal! Hey, J- Jason, you rascal! Jason, edit that out in post. Edit that part on post. Nope. Sure not. I'm going to no, forget about this is, by the morning. My point is, you can take this system and like, there's like, basically, there's two big maps, but you could build so much from this. And, and tons I, of scenarios, yeah. tons of game. I mean, I think like, it's infinitely I expandable. I think he can this do is a what lot I, with this. This is yeah. This is what I don't get. Like from this game, you could make like twenty games, like yeah. each one different divisions. Hey, did you did you like the Americal division? Where here's the Americal division. And yeah, like, I mean, just like. You know, seventh cap. You know, let's just do yeah, right. Godrang. Like makes absolutely, make, yeah, absolutely. Make, you know, the the, it, the hassle version of it, right? Make it's his, one of the first things that occurred to me where I was looking at. It, I'm like, dude, it could be made for anything. Like, yeah, but that's like 140 MP years to get to 20 games. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The downside is the downside is MMP, right? So there is MMP. Yeah, hobbyists. Our enthusiasm is shattered against the bulwark of MMP. <laughs> the, the waves, the, the waves the, crash. The, the waves the crash against the breakwater. Gaming companies. So that's it. So, um, I would say this: if you're really, if you like Vietnam, or even if you want just a fun game, it's a chit pull game. Pretty great. I don't think any war gamer who's like relevant at this point would not want to buy this game because it's yeah. great uh, yeah i think this is gonna tons be of production games. value for the cost yeah. uh yeah, it was like and i get that i get the delay is kind of scary where guys don't want to buy because they're like jesus taking a while and uh but i think guys really should but buy i think joe was developing think, it like or i don't think he, you know i don't think he was a developer but I, I why well why did it take so long i think they're just trying not, to develop it like make it smooth it's, but it's not that different from the actual original game yeah i don't know they wouldn't make it right if it, basically if devil's cauldron had stayed i would have been like yeah that's my world war ii game mm-hmm. i played that for yeah. the rest of my life yeah. that was the game but they also made the assault system easier which even Jason and I were like, yeah, the assault in Devil's Cauldron was not good. There were all these like, stages. Yeah. In this game, they sped it up. So good for yeah, them. It was three Home rounds. Run. Like, like you still get that that tension. But yeah. but it's, no, it's this, just, this one. Yeah. It, it's totally different. So buy 
Bye bye bye. Mm. Right. That'll be another keeper. On here. And this one is in print. Yes, it, is. it just came. Sorry. So oh, exciting. Yeah. Oh yes, you right. I actually did a game that was in print. So, yeah, that's not our style. And I and and by the way, I paid for it. Yeah, so, paid for, paid full pre order price. I paid. So, unlike some people you, out there, maybe. Hmm. Who's that? Who is that shade? Just, just other people. Rain, random shade. Other people. Yeah, random shade. That's what I do. Yeah. They know who they are. Fuckers. Who who are competitors? Do we have competitors? No, there's no one. There's no one competing with us. Chris, what's your perspective? Who are our competitors in the, the podcast? We don't need to do this. We do this every time, Dave. We get drunk and we start talking uh, uh, shit. We don't need to do this. Angry? Yeah. You don't want to do this? I don't want to edit anything out. Chris, Chris, come on. God damn it, Dave. Now with this, with this experience, I'm going to be starting one of my own. I'm accepting all games from <laughs> any company. We're deleting this podcast. Chris was smart enough to, to start his podcast after we invited him on. Mm. All right. Very nice. So Jason apparently just wanted me to get in a rant about the, the podcasting. But the usual, you know, come to the come to the convention. We can we can rant there. Or not. Like if you're not the kind of guy we want to come, don't come. That's right. Then you won't get invited. Yeah, basically if you didn't get an invite, like you're not invited. That's how it works in real life. So <laughs> There's no participation, no participation trophies. Uh, nobody, nobody invited me. I just paid. He took the money. I thought we invited you. No, no, no. I just paid. I well, paid money. How did, money how did, talk. So how did you, Chris? How did you find out? You didn't get an invite? Oh, well, I guess now you. No, I just, invite. I just knew. It just, you know, it's so famous. You know, I think it's spon- I think people. I might have sponsored Chris. No, I yeah, have sponsored Chris. Yeah, behind the scenes, Dave made sure you got invited. So, so even so if you didn't get the email, is, you, you were invited. Yeah, you get a plus one. I think I sponsored Chris, though. That's you why. did. That's how Chris got you it. You did. And I sponsored Newell. Did yeah. I bring my seven-year-old? Is he? No. What was that, You Dave? get a plus one. <laughs> I, I, I made a noise. So did you sponsor Newell? Or did Newell Apparently, just come in? I, I invited him. Right. That's not what I heard. We, we had fun in the concert world. Right. I didn't mean for I, that to happen. But that, but that's what happened. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I'm I'm sure he'll add a lot to the community experience. So Chris, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, because this is your moment to shine. How how drunk are you? I'm doing all right. Okay, good. I can still oh. still form sentences and you know why I'm, I'm a, like, you're not falling asleep at the mic. Right. I, I did have my forehead on it for a, for a moment. Yeah, I, I did that a couple months ago and didn't wake up. All right, so this is going to be the end of the podcast <laughs> because Chris is, is pretty much not going to say anything else. <laughs> no, I mean, what, what what else is to this to say? I, know, I just Chris, listened to a guy is, do a Chris, war a your, war game Chris. review of a game he hasn't even played. I'm sure Harold Buchanan will be. Contacting you shortly for more, more. Oh, are you comparing me to Katie Adley? Because that is like not good. Wow. I, I, no, I, no. I, I actually read the rules, motherfucker. <laughs> okay.
It was you did write your own. Re- I don't think you read somebody else's review. No. So there is a. Well, well no one's reviewed a, it, so I don't think. Yeah, it, is, it is an original review. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so controversial. <laughs> uh huh. I'm sure everything was correct. Yeah, and we're gonna play it. I'm holding Dave to yeah, it. Uh, mine unfortunately didn't come in, so I have nothing to add about the actual game. It's still in the packing stages. Mm. Did you? But you have it pre-ordered. Oh yeah, okay. I can pre-order you, you everything. Got the yet? No, no. I probably was the last guy to pre-order it. Apparently, now, how do I get it? How do I get it in California? And you haven't gotten it yet. I think they might do it in order, like of when you when you order it, because I was like day one. Yeah, so. I, I waffled on it for a while. Well, I would say, Chris, maybe you should sell it because it sounds to me like you don't deserve this game. <laughs> it's, it's not your style. I wait till it's out of print. No, nope. then there's, I'll sell it. There's no. Don't even un- don't even unwrap it. Just sell it immediately. Did you notice the shrink wrap on it's different? It's not like shrink wrap. It's like plastic. I, I did was, not. I did not. Yeah. I, I cut it all off. It's like crinkly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like firm. Nope. Nope. All right, boys. I'm yeah, going when, to I, when I start talking about firm, it's time to be done. <laughs> I think, that, I think that's right. a cue. Th- thank you right. for inviting me to this wonderful cast. I feel so honored. How dare you? Chris, <laughs> you, have, you have a long, long hill to climb up. Don't and, and here come the Muslims in, in Kingdom I'll, of I'll make you, I'll, I'll, make, I'll, make you, I'll make sure you climb And up hell's up. coming with them. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. All right, bye, guys. See you Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. I go do that. Seems seems like a good idea. <laughs>